for people who love the taste of meat at grocery and natural food stores nationwide. Boca Burger, vegetarian, celebrate, meat lovers salivate. On the web at bocaburger.com. Now, the man who's always in a festive mood, Michael Feldman. Oh man, I think it froze in my trunk. Can this stuff freeze? It's not supposed to. It's like antifreeze, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, so okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll just say this for a little bit later, because otherwise we won't get to a little bit later, you know. But it's our special uh, holiday uh, office party show today. Thanks for coming. Thanks for how many brought a dish to pass? Jeff brought one. All the people in this section can eat then. <laughs> this section can eat. No, you can eat and we want you to schmooze and have a good time. Whatever you do at office parties, Xerox your body parts. Uh, whatever you feel like doing. Talk, say the wrong things to the right person and the right things to the wrong person. Or the, you know, I do that ordinarily, but office parties are ideal for that. You know, those embarrassing moments. There should be like just general dispensation for anything said during an office party, right? Right. So I hope that's true. Don't try and take them up on charges. Just for a little remark made, uh, you know. and uh, what'd you bring, Jeff? Uh, he brought some, actually some homemade, I tried it, it could use a little work, but yeah. it is homemade yeah. hummus, and he brought some potato chips and some <laughs> salsa. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're, they're organic blue corn chips. Okay, all right. All right. And not, John, not homemade. Yeah, John, what did you bring? I, I, I brought nothing. You brought nothing? I even told you to bring something. Last well, I year brought you, some songbooks. Last year you brought nothing. Of course, we didn't have this party last year. No. Yeah. We were going to do some Christmas songs for us today right. and holiday songs and even, did you, did you get a Jewish song for us? I have, I, I do. Yigdal is, I think, a sacred song that's to be sung only at uh, high noon on Yom oh, Kippur or I'm something. We, we, probably, we, we probably shouldn't do that one. No, that's probably not a festive holiday song. We have plenty song. of other ones. Though. Yeah, we do? Okay, so we'll have all bases covered here, I think. Uh, do you have some uh, Islamic tunes? Or? Uh, I'm still working on the Islamic Tunes. Okay. I don't want to insult anybody, so I, you know, we'll, well see. that's not like you. <laughs> Let's look at the news for a moment here before we get to our office party and things break down entirely. Uh, Linda Tripp's bridge partners, uh, turn her in. <laughs> now, isn't there some kind of special dispensation among bridge partners where you cannot reveal? What, apparently not, but they knew she was taping because every time they made a bid, they had to shout into her bodice. <laughs> Monica Lewinsky testified in the trip case that unlike uh, with the president, she did not give consent. <laughs> John McCain jilts Russ Feingold, takes up with Bill Bradley. That's, that's right, he's seeing another liberal. This guy has liberal <laughs> tendencies. He has liberal tendencies, John McCain. Uh, Jimmy Carter gives away the Panama Canal. <laughs> there goes any hope of re-election, in my opinion. Uh, of course, while he was on the canal, he was attacked by a swimming rabbit, a very large swimming <laughs> Vicious rabbit attack. We had to fight him off with a paddle. Mm. History repeats itself. Don't think it doesn't. Of course, you're not old enough to remember that, are you? None of you know what I'm talking about. See, many years ago, there was a president. Oh, never mind. Uh, president Clinton is looking at permutations of the uh, don't ask, don't tell military policy. He's got so far ask, don't tell, don't ask, tell, or ask and tell. Uh, uh, or just be cool, which is probably the way we'll end up. The president was asked by gay leaders for an endorsement of gay marriage, uh, while Hillary is still waiting for endorsement of the hetero kind. <laughs> One thing at a time, I say, let them get through the first, for, and then see what happens. 
At the Brooklyn Museum of Art, a uh, man attacks a painting, a man smears paint on a work of dung, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Only in 1999 could you say that. A madman attacks a work of dung with paint. Unfortunately, they stopped him before he swam in the, with the formaldehyde shark. That would have been the next thing. Actually, here in our Wisconsin, this is that, that sensation show they had in Brooklyn, you know, had all these things that were offensive to people, animals cut up and all that stuff. Uh, here in Wisconsin, actually, we had, here at the Monona Terrace, actually, there was a sensation show. I don't know if you've been to it yet. It's still here, I think. Uh, the Wisconsin version of the sensation art show, which included uh, 10 pounds of Braunschweiger left out overnight. <laughs> people just were looking at it and think, my guy, is this art or what? I don't know, but I'm not going to eat it, I don't know. Uh, they had a shirt and pants woven out of string cheese. You're kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, a kielbasa cut into 12 sections and floated in formaldehyde in a large tank, which is interesting. And a tableau of fetal deer playing cribbage, which is probably the most shocking, most shocking part of the exhibit. And anyway, did I skip a page? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, there were some laughs in there somewhere, and I thought I had... Uh, speaking of Wisconsin, running back Ron Dane wins the Heisman Trophy. We're all very proud of him. Way to go, Ron. And uh, Chad Alvarez wins the Betty Crocker Microwave Cookbook. And 10 days to leaf through it looking for parrot recipes. That's all the news that is, and thank you very much. Happy holidays. in on a parrot rap and there's other other cons are talking to you. he's got 10 days in jail I guess what are you, in, you, what are you in for man parrot rap <laughs> killed your parents man that's pretty no parrot 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 oh a parrot you killed a parrot uh, you don't everyone knows you don't microwave a parrot first you pluck them then you dress them <laughs> then you simmer them then you bake them the microwave is terrible they get really tough the more dry yeah just ridiculous we're very proud of Ron Dane, as I said. Of course, I was runner-up for the Heilman Trophy. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> and the other thing that's going on, is it global warming or what? Because the lake is not frozen, and we've had a lot of uh, ice fishermen just sitting on the water and drowning <laughs> while their coolers float away. That's the worst thing is, you know, can you imagine an ice fisherman? The last thing he sees in his life as he goes under is his cooler floating away. Horrible thing, and they, we don't know if it's, uh, if it's uh, global warming or whether it's just uh, all the, uh, the, the, the beer and urine from last season that has, has kept the lake from freezing, you know, the salt content. So it can't be proven yet, scientists are looking into it. Uh, well, it's our holiday mix and mingle. The holiday phone lines are open now if you want to say, give holiday greetings or sing with us. We have some sing-alongs here. You ready for all this stuff? Jim, uh, John's got some, I don't know, Jim's got any songs prepared. You got any holiday songs, Jim? I've always got a song. Rocking around the Christmas tree, you got that one? No. Okay, good. Uh, the dreidel song, you got that one? Got the dreidel song. You do? No. No. Oh, okay. Rocking around the, the, dreidel, the dreidel, you got that one? Yeah. No? Rocking around the dreidel. Okay, and John's got some stuff. We'll, we'll get to all that too in the holiday. What's the number here, Jim? It's 800 942 5669. Easy way to remember that, just Wano. 800 Wano. Good, yes, okay. Yeah. You're saying it like, like you're saying it for the first time, Jim, and you've said it 10,000 times, you know. But each but time it has to be fresh and new. That's oh, what okay, makes it, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is that true in your personal life? Sure, too? sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, your wife is here, and I'm going to ask her right now. Let's bring her up on stage and find out if that's true. She's got a big true. smile no. on her face. Deb Packard, ladies and gentlemen, very nice to have her here.
like the first time. My kids, I try to get my kids here, but they're calling for Britney Spears tickets right now. That's right, they the phone line's open at 10 o'clock, they're calling, you know, just repeat, repeat dial, trying to get through for Britney Spears. 37.50 a crank. Think they can get an extra one? You <laughs> for who? For me. You want to go to see Britney Spears? He wants this to see phone doesn't work, it's a prop, why am I answering? <laughs> what? What is that? What are you doing that for? What? He wants you to answer the phone. Oh, there's people on the line now, from the holiday line? Okay. Um, I'll tell you, I want, I also, I want to get the, uh, the, the, smorg the, the bring, a, bring a dish thing going. Potluck. Uh, and we actually had a little bit of controversy with this, and I'd forgotten this was going to happen. Because last week I said, you know, we, had, we sold only 100 tickets for the show. I thought, well, this is a small crowd because holidays and people are out doing things and shopping and having their own things going. Why don't we just bring a dish to pass, right? Isn't that a Wisconsin thing to say? Yeah. Right? I mean, I am an honorary Lutheran, let's face it. I'm the closest you can get to being a Lutheran and still be a Jew, ladies and gentlemen. So, so I think bring a dish to pass. Is, it should be protected as a religious observance, in my opinion. Little did you know. Well, like the peyote thing for, for, the, for the Native Americans. The Lutheran thing is a bean... And look, I made a very nice green bean casserole with the, with the, with the durkies on top. I, I'm serious. <laughs> Reaching into his cooler. Oh, it's still hot! Oh! Oh, man! Wow. Good. Yeah. Oh. Looks okay. It got tipped to one side, but it's still fine. I'm, in transport, you know. So we got, and we got. What do we get? Three hot dishes. Well, now four. Four. This four. This make four. How many hot dishes do we have? Somebody count the hot dishes. Two. 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 This makes three. Okay, so it wasn't a tremendous success. And then, and then the kicker is on this. We uh, have to pay a, uh, a a catering fee. So I hadn't counted. I really hadn't counted. I thought bring a dish to pass because it's you know. That's just sort of what you do in the, during the season. Uh, and uh, I'm told by the Monona that we have to pay $5.50 a head in addition to our room fee, which they also increased. <laughs> Another $200 for that. So, so how many of you do you, th are, do you think are going to be eating today, is what I'm asking. <laughs> how many of you probably had a big breakfast and are not that hungry? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I would like it, you know, just sample stuff, but not at 5.50 a head, you know. Uh, uh, how many of you might have just a taste of something? Not enough to qualify as eating, actually eating, just to... Well, that's good. That cuts it down a little okay, bit. Okay, so that's about 20 people. Okay, 20 people at 5.50, I can figure that out. Because there I, are steam tables and hot boxes for about 3,000 in there, it looks like. Yeah, but there's nothing in any of them. No, right. I like to point out, so uh, do we have to pay for empty steam I tables? I don't think and, you should, no. You don't think so, Jim? No. Not for empty steam tables, <laughs> empty containers. So. Well, what did you bring for the steam table? Uh, I bought uh, Norwegian salsa and chips. <laughs> and does that have to be steamed, like a parrot, for example, or what? No, it yeah. doesn't. No? No. Okay, so there's nothing for the steam right. table, but this should be probably kept... That should be kept warm. Well, it was just out of my oven, so it's still warm. So, all right, so if you're 20 people at 550, what, that's, that's, I can handle that. Yeah. So I will write out a check for that. As we're, uh, I brought my checkbook along, because I'm told we have to pay for this. So, but we want you to feel free to mingle here and eat uh, from the smorgasbord. Uh, just don't tell us if you did it or not, okay? <laughs> and uh, could we get some? Could you? Would you mind bringing this down to? Uh, <laughs> it's a little hot. To the put that out there because I want to try the. How do I do it? It's a, it's an amazing recipe. I use green beans. You take a pack of green beans. No, it's not too hot. I don't think it's a little warm, toasty. And you put it in there, and then you take a can of uh, a mushroom uh, soup. 
uh, don't take a can of mushrooms because it won't work. They say it's a can of mushroom soup because you need that liquid, you need the stock in there. And you mix it, mix it in there. Now, the problem I had was that everything was still frozen. The beans still frozen. <laughs> so what you do then is you put it in the, in the icebox overnight, and it's still frozen in the morning. So you, <laughs> then you microwave that. Okay, remember you first take the parrot out of the, out of the, <laughs> you put it in there just so it melts around, you get a little mush factor going there, you mush it up real nice, put a little milk in there, a little pepper, salt to taste, really, and if you want, uh, you can use butt twister, butt blaze, and fire sauce. Uh, I didn't use it on this one because a lot of you don't like that, but we'll put that on the table too in case you want to use the, the, the butt twister on there. Uh, then you bake it in an oven uh, for an unknown amount of time until you remember that it's in there. Uh, then you pull it out, and for the last five minutes or so, you, uh, you sprinkle this turkey stuff on there so you can't actually see what's underneath. Uh, and there you got it. It's a very, it's a very uh, Lutheran-Jewish dish. So I encourage you to get up there and try that. To get the phone. Holiday greetings now for people on, on the line. Now let's say hello to a few people here right now. Why don't you go up and try the try stuff is what I'm saying. Go up there and try the stuff. But don't worry, don't worry. 550 okay, it's, uh, 550 times 210 $11. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, $11, that is. Okay. I told him I'd pay for this. Really a stupid thing to say. Wasn't it? Okay, 11 No, go ahead. Don't really go up. Go up, go up, go around. Go ahead, go ahead. Have a few. Have it. We brought for you. There's eggnog, too. I don't think we're charged for the eggnog, are we? I think the eggnog is on the house, isn't it? <laughs> here, take a couple of these down there, too, and we can... I want to save a, a little bit here just so I can put antifreeze and some. Yeah. Yeah, take that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got it right here. I just uh... <laughs> All right, but put it in the eggnog. Don't just sit there and drink it because I know you came in here for the heat anyway. And now we took the bottle. This is a holiday cheer that's known as. Okay. May get You better card them too Jeez. because I'm going to get in more trouble if you don't card these people. Pushing and shoving. You look rather in? young, uh, Miss. Are you 21? You are. Can I see your ID? No. Okay. Got anything? A business card or anything? Or how am I going to meet you again? Not fair enough. All right. So you feel free. Help yourself. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, about 20. Okay. All right. Let's go to the phones and make holiday greetings here across the country right now. We'll do, do a little singing just a bit here. We've got uh, Ann on the line from uh, Willow Springs. Uh, happy holidays, Ann. Well, Merry Quantanica Mass to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Do, which do you celebrate? Uh, Christmas. Christmas, okay. And a little bit of Hanukkah because we're Episca Jews. You're Episca Jews? Yeah, way, way back when one of our great-grandfathers was Jewish, and he married an Episcopalian. And he married an Episcopalian, so you're rich on both sides. We were. Yeah. Years ago. <laughs> Where are you now? Are you uh, at a truck stop? or are you? No, I'm actually in my car yeah. speeding toward um, the closest shopping metropolis, Springfield, Missouri. Oh, and, and what are you looking for? Everything you need for a house full of folks for Christmas. Well, I mean, what are you, are you serving? Are you having a party there? Um, well, I don't know if we're going to have a party, but yeah. we're just going to, you know, trying to celebrate with the family thing and stuff the stockings. and Stuff the stockings. What are your, stuffing, what are your stocking stuffers going to be this year? Well, there's going to be some... Um, Pokemon stuff, which my niece calls the Pokey Fellow. Yeah. And uh, some uh, Hot Wheels, chocolate, Santas, Gelt. Uh -huh. We always put Gelt in our stockings because, after all, we are a Pisca Jews. A Pisca Jews, yes, right. Or Jewapalians. <laughs> Jewapalians? We yeah. hadn't thought that no, like well, a dinosaur. Yeah, we should come first. I think we were there first. Uh, well, after all. 
Hope you get your stuff, Anne. Nice to talk to you. It's good to talk to you. Can I wish a Merry Christmas to all my um, Episcopalian friends yes. in Columbia, Missouri? You certainly can. And uh, to my big brother, Drew. And to Drew. Okay. And happy holidays to you as well. Thanks a lot. That's Anne on her way to uh, Springfield to get those last-minute things. Have you all, how many still have stuff to buy? Yeah. yeah. How many? You're eating a lot. That's $11 worth right there, man. <laughs> huh? You're sharing? Okay. Okay, she's sharing. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, how many of you actually wait until like the day before Christmas to... Uh, any of you actually do that? Yeah? Do you, are there bargains? Do they mark things down at that point? Or are they, they just whatever is there and you... Yeah. And do you try to reform every year and, and shop earlier and you never do? Have you had therapy of any sort for this? Is, yeah, okay. We have uh, Patrick's online from Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, Patrick, are you there? Hey, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I'm wrapping Christmas presents. You are. That's nice. And you did you purchase them yourselves, Patrick? Yeah, I, I did a strange thing. I bought a bunch of stuff online this year. And did it work? Yeah, pretty much. What did you, did you bid on them? Was it a, a no, 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 no. Just the one big giant shopping site. It was really weird because they don't have like a local warehouse. They don't send everything from one place. You place an order for everything from one site, but it comes from all over the country. I got stuff from Texas, stuff from Minnesota, just you know various. It was it was really strange to have nine different boxes come in from one order. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, are you a pretty good singer? I uh, might be. Yeah, because uh, I want to leave some people on the line here for a little sing along we're about to do here. Do you do you feel like you're in, in good voice? Uh, this sure, morning? I can I can probably handle that for you. Yeah, you can handle most uh, Christmas songs. Yeah. Okay, I'll just leave you on the line here, uh, Patrick, and we're going to see if we can uh, we can put these people on simultaneously, right, without melting down the system. That's the theory. Uh, so we got Patrick on the line from Nashville. He'll be joining us in a little sing-along here in a minute. You got a song ready to go? John, he's looking yeah. frantically. Yeah. Okay. I think I saved the Jewish stuff for last. Okay, yeah. Yeah. My I, opinion. I don't really know the Jewish stuff, Michael. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're not a Episcopal Jew. No. Nah, really. okay. more of a Baptist. A Baptist. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. That's good. Uh, we've got uh, Paul in line here from uh, Tupelo. Hi, Paul. Hi. How you doing? Doing great. Your Christmas season going pretty well? You're all shopped out or what? <laughs> oh, I heard you say something about people who waited till the last minute, and we don't have the first Christmas decoration up yet, nor have we bought the first gift. Yeah. But we're going to get it done. Uh, do you climb on the roof and do some uh, things uh, with, uh, with reindeers and sleighs? And... Uh, no, I don't climb on the, on the roof for anything. But you don't? <laughs> no. You should try it. You might like it. it really oh, is. Just, you know. And threaten to jump. And maybe the, finally you'll get some attention, you know, that you need. Well, wh- whatever. I think, I think a wreath on the door and a Christmas tree is, is uh, about all we're going to do, probably. A wreath is on your door? No, we don't. That's a nice idea. I was thinking that myself. A wreath on my door? Yeah. Uh, now we're just going to do a wreath on the door. Oh, a wreath on a door. Okay. A wreath on the door. That's yeah. right. Okay. And you've got nothing so far bought for your... Do you have a big family, Paul? Or? No, we, we just have two sons and, and my wife, of course, but uh, yeah. outside of that, no, we don't have a large family. We yeah. kind of limit our giving anyway, so uh, it, it, it'll easily be done in a day. I like that statement. We limit our giving. I mean, you know, why, why can't I say something like that and, and, and get away with it? No, I'm sorry, I'm limiting my giving. You know. yeah. I say that to my wife. Well, of course, there it's true, isn't it? Yeah. But, but, uh, but uh, okay, Paul, are you a good singer? You want to join us sing along here? Or you... uh, well, sure. Okay, we'll put Paul, Paul Patrick on the line too from Nashville. Patrick, are you there? Paul, are you a tenor or bass or? Uh, kind of a tenor, yeah. Okay, I, I'm pretty good at baritone, so we'll. Oh, okay. Okay. Parts we can take. Maybe we'll actually get a quartet here going. This is pretty cool. I actually sang in the third place international college quartet championships back in '96. Holy cow! Did we luck out? That was in. Uh, it was for the the Feb Squad big giant competition. So I, you know. 
Third place in, in the world, I, I ought to be, I'll be able to hold my own. You know, okay, just so we know who we're messing with here. There right? you go. Okay, so, thank you. Well, I've, I've got a grad, uh, an undergraduate degree in music. Holy. Well, you know, so do I. Of course, I, I, mine's just music education, so that doesn't really count, right? <laughs> you can't teach music, I think. Either you have it or you don't. Yeah. Well, my, mine's in music therapy, so... Okay, even better. <laughs> so even, at least we'll feel good after we hear a thing. That's right. Theory, that's the theory, anyway. Okay, so we got uh, Patrick uh, from Nashville is going to be singing, and then Paul from Tupelo. Let's see, uh, we got uh, here Bob from Waukesha. That, that's seen we got a little balance here. Nose reindeer. <laughs> I think he gets the melody. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bob, is that you? Bob. Bob. <laughs> like a light bulb. Bob, can we hold all this? Hey. <laughs> hey, Michael, we don't want Bob. Can you, can you get find somebody else? Bob, uh, you're... Oh, he's gone. We lost Bob. <laughs> Too bad. I like Bob. I thought, I thought he showed promise. we got two guys so far in our, spirit, in our quartet. Spirits. We've got uh, Clement here on, coming on board here from uh, Grand Rapids. Hi, Clement. How are you? Are you there? Clement? I don't think he'll be very good at singing. Uh, he's quiet, but he's actually a surprisingly good singer. Are you, are you there, Clement? No, okay. What's, what's our number again, Jim? We've got to it's fill out this. It's 800-942-5669. At least to fill out the, the quartet here. Uh, Patrick, are you limiting your giving this year? Am I limiting? Well, I, I set a budget for myself. Did you? Yeah. And have you met it, or have you exceeded it? I, I'm actually a little bit under, but I'm sure there are people that I'm forgetting. In fact, I've got nothing for people at work right now. Yeah. So i got to hit, you know. Do you do that thing where you've got to pick somebody's name and then get something for them? No, it's pretty much a free-for-all. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And have you guys had office parties? Where, where do you work, Patrick? I work for a Christian music company. I'm a director of marketing. Holy. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I want to be too appropriate to the right. season. Right. Uh, you know. Holy cow. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Christian music company. So you're doing a big business, I would think, this time of year. Well, actually, for yeah. us, because yeah. we do the printed music, yeah. it hits about... Oh, five or six months early. We had Christmas in July because that's when all the churches need to buy the music so people can then prepare oh, yeah. for Christmas. Why, they we know it's coming every year. Why do they need to prepare? <laughs> they know it's going to be there. We just got done with Easter about a couple of months ago. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so Paul, my holidays are all messed up. Paul, where do you work? I work with a nonprofit organization, but I'm a church music director, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this was, it was fate or providence this, yeah. or kismet or... Yeah, right. Or Something. It, people think we set these things up. We don't right, set we them. We did, indeed. Like, they think Carol is another setup. Carol, you're not a setup, are you? Hey, Paul, what's your church? Uh, it's, uh, well, at first you've been I'm on the music team there. We, we established a friendship here, we if nothing else, and it is that season. <laughs> Clarksville, Indiana. Carol, are you there? Hi, yeah. Hi, Michael. Oh, we got a lady in the, in the mix now. Saturday. Oh, thank you very much, Carol. I can you, hardly hear you, though. You can hardly hear me? How about now? That's a little better. Well, I'm shouting, though, and everyone else thinks it's annoying. <laughs> Well, I wish I was at the party. Well, we're having a great party. It People are just good. eating up a very large amount of my money. <laughs> well, I heard you have a lot of it. I, well, yes, I have tons of money because I'm Episcopal Jewish. And, uh, and uh, Carol, what do you do out there in Clarksville? Well, I'm a retired homemaker. Homemaker, and you miss my family. Part of it. Part my one daughter works in Madison. Oh well. So, and she won't be able to come home this year. Oh, that's too bad. She works for that Wisconsin State Journal. The State Journal. I, you know, I read the Wisconsin State Journal. Yes, you do. Well, good. She's yes. a city editor there. She's city editor. What's her name? Joyce Daly. Joyce Daly from right. the Daily Wisconsin State Journal. Uh, okay, you want to say Merry Christmas to her? I'm sure she's Merry listening. Merry Christmas to you, Joyce. Wish yeah. you could be here. And Carol, are you much of a singer? You want to join us in the... Oh, let's see. 
I'll try. You'll try? Okay. <laughs> what more it? appropriate name to sing? Then Carol. Carol. That's, that's right. I'll Good point. Was that you, Patrick? Yes. Thank you for making my show possible. <laughs> Can I be on your show someday, Patrick? Sure, I, know I know it'll be on the Christian Network and everything, but I'll, I'll do the best I can. You know. yeah. All right. We've got uh, also here from uh, uh, Brian's on the line here from, uh, where is that? Berea? Berea, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. It's up by Cleveland. It's by Cleveland. Yeah, it's west of Cleveland. Okay. Uh, that's, that's good to know, Brian. How's your holiday season so far? It's going really well. I'm working a ton. I got one of them Christmas jobs, so right. they're working me to death. Yeah. The holiday season. I'm a college student, so I need all the money I can get. Yeah, well, I, I can imagine. Have you thought of selling plasma? No, I didn't think of that yet. That's really the way to go. As I remember college, right. uh, yeah, sell as much blood as you can and still walk around, you know. <laughs> I'm afraid I've never got the courage to do that. I'm kind of afraid of getting that needle stuck in me. So oh, it's I have over. to get over that. It's over in a second, and they pay you for that, too. What are they? Yes, it's they do. Pretty good. <laughs> and you got, what, eight quarts? Oh, at least. Yeah, at least. Jim says at least. If you're lucky, you got eight quarts. I don't know how many you have. <laughs> yes, uh, and Brian, uh, uh, your Christmas, uh, what's the job you're doing right now for Christmas? Uh, I work at a store of knowledge. Have you ever heard of it? It's through a no. pop, I don't know, it's all over the country, I guess. But The store of knowledge. It's called the store of knowledge. It kind of sells like um, knowledge type things to improve your uh, <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge type things are yeah. good, yeah. Those you are... What would a knowledge type thing would be? Like oh, a, let's see, let's see. I did all my Christmas shopping there, so yeah. I got my dad one of them 3D puzzles. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's kind of knowledge because, you know, you build, like, famous things in, the, in America and, and the world and stuff. So yeah. that's like, kind of cool. That yeah. what the picture is. That's true. Uh, it could be a naughty. If it's biology. It could be the store of naughty knowledge. Um, and, Brian, uh, what, what's your major in school? I'm an education major. Okay, so knowledge is right up your alley then. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So you're running on a lot of uh, items of knowledge as you go along there in education. Uh, Brian, you feel like singing with us? I'd love to sing. That's why I called. Oh, you do? Are you a singer in a band? Um, you know, I sing in the church choir. I sang in high school and everything. Oh, so. okay. Okay. And, and what, uh, do you, are you a baritone or a tenor? Or? Well, at one time I was a tenor, but my voice changed, so now I'm more of like a baritone. Yeah. I can do tenor too, if yeah. maybe. Patrick, what do we need here as far as voice? Well, you know, it's just, we're up for grabs now. It's kind of, you know, because we got a lady in the mix. It's harder to... Yeah. You know. Well, well maybe I really feel bad. Out he didn't even ask me what kind of a degree I had. What? <laughs> Carol, what kind of a degree do you have? I have a BS degree in economics. In economics? <laughs> See, it does us no good, so why nope. should I have asked? <laughs> but when we take our show on the road, she can be the bookkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> and since we got another... Uh, Read op- it before you Okay, and we got uh, Larry's also on the line from Nashville, so it gives us five. It's not going to be a quartet, let's face it, but a uh, quintet is not bad. Uh, Larry, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm pretty good. How's your season so far? Uh, it's great. Have you decorated your house on the end? Did you go out and climb on the roof on your house, Larry? Yes. You did. And what'd you put up there? Uh, lights. Lights. I mean, but are you proud of your pattern? What? What? I mean, are they distinctive? Or are they unusual? <laughs> just lines of the house. Yeah, just along the gutters uh, and yeah. downspouts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Around the windows, around the trees. Okay. Well, that, that sounds good. Do you happen to know Patrick in Nashville, there? I don't think so. I don't no. believe we've met now. No. Okay. And, uh, Larry, what do you do in life? Uh, I manage a manpower office. Manpower office. Okay. So these guys can all get employment here. Maybe Brian there in Ohio can talk to you because this, uh, this store of knowledge thing can't last forever. <laughs> Larry, you feel like singing? Sure. Okay. What, what kind of a voice have you got, Larry? I'm a tenor. A tenor. What have we got? Three tenors so far? Three tenors. Well, you Three know tenors? everybody in That's 30 right. bucks right there. Okay. That'll pay for some of this. Uh, Okay, so we're going to sing. What's the number we're going to sing here, I'm wondering, uh, John? Santa Claus is Coming to Town. 
Santa Claus is coming to town. Is that, is that agreeable to you all? Uh, I don't know all the words. I don't know. Oh, for <laughs> You don't know the words? Uh, yeah. I just know the, the refrain. Santa Claus is coming to town. You know, I just know that. Yeah. Well, you okay. better watch out. Yeah. Stay in the background, Brian, as much as possible. Is that one? You better watch out. Yeah. yeah. That better, one? better watch better out. Better not count. Better not I'm cry. telling you why. Santa Claus is Okay, and we want you all to sing too, but with our, with our choir here on, on the air. Uh, Voices Across America, we call it, for the Voices holiday season. Uh, Brian, Patrick, Paul, Carol, and Larry from various places around the country. And uh, this, here's the tune, and let's all have some food, have a little bit to eat, keep track of how much you're eating. You better watch out, you better, you better not cry, you better, you better not shout, I'll tell you why. Santa Claus is coming. Now. He's making a list and checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. Thank you all. Thanks, Brian, Patrick, Paul, Carol, yeah, Larry. Best holiday season uh, wishes to you all. My pleasure. Okay, have a great All right, holiday. bye-bye, Michael. Bye. Bye. Nice talking to you. That's our choir from across the country. Voices across America. Hmm. Needs a little more nog. Egg is good. Needs a little more nog. Okay, so I hope you're enjoying the potluck. Did anyone try the bean casserole, green bean casserole with the... How was it? Reviews. Huh? I cooked it twice because I didn't know if it was cooked enough. Because if I poison you, that's another problem, you know. But you have to prove where the diarrhea came from. Remember that. <laughs> and let's face it, you've been to a lot of office parties this week. Could have been anywhere. Could have been from the state office building. Anywhere. You don't know. Uh, you know, WPS or the insurance company, wherever you work, American Family. Sue them first and get down to me later. All right, we got a little tune here coming up from our, uh, and I guess, is this a holiday song too? Or? Um, yeah. yeah, kind of is, but yeah. it's kind of a souped-up version. A souped-up holiday version song. Right, right. Okay, it's kind of a jazzy version of a, of a Christmas standard? Kind of a jazzy standard. version of a Christmas standard, yeah. Okay, but we can still under, recognize it, right? <laughs> I think so. I hope okay, so. it's not so jazzy we can't really. No, uh, okay, no, it's it doesn't not. ruin the song. Okay, John Tooling, Jeff Eccles on the bass, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Have a bite to eat.
listening to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. Notmuch.com. You're listening to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. Oh. Well, this should change the whole tone of the show. I've been actually serving drinks. Normally I would be reading your cards looking for, you know, significant information, but... I was serving drinks, so you got to make a choice sometimes. Remember to tip your bartender. How are you doing today? Pretty good? Okay. Have you been to a bunch of holiday parties so far? Uh, yeah, actually. We've probably had our fill. How many have you had so far? Uh, four. Four? Mm-hmm. So this is number five? Yeah. Number five. How, how'd they go? How'd all four go so far? Okay. <laughs> Were you there too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, 
what are some of the highlights? Um, well, we had uh, our uh, Louisa party, Wisconsin Electronics Association party. Are they fun guys? Those electronics guys or what? Oh, they're absolutely nuts. Live wires, are they? Or? Totally crazy. <laughs> totally nuts. Yeah. Yes. So what happens at the third hour of the party? Uh, everybody generally falls over the tables and, you know, starts throwing food and, you know, stuff like that. So that was when, on Tuesday? I think that was a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. So the next one was? Uh, we had um, uh, our Muchinger party. Muchinger party? Yes. That's a party of, uh, there's a Hungarian town called Muchi mm -hmm. in Hungary, of course. And uh, <laughs> they have a Christmas party every year. It's very nice. You went to Hungary to have it? No, <laughs> no. No, it's in Milwaukee at the Schwabenhof. At the Schwabenhof. So you had your Muschiger at the Schwabenhof this year. That's right. Exa exactly. Yeah, okay. My, well, my, what do you my, do at a Hungarian party? Is it a little different? Or? Well, there's a couple. There's a wonderful, we do a little wonderful children's program where the kids come up and, uh, uh, you know, put angel wing, wings on. Yeah, it's a Christmas pageant. Yeah. And then after that, then we sing a few songs. Are they Hungarian songs? Uh, no, actually, yeah. they're, uh, um, the town is actually of German ancestry. Okay. So what sort of songs do you sing then? Uh, a couple of German Christmas songs. And... Do you happen to know one? Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. Do you like doing one? If I have to. Sure. Oh, yeah. I have a little song in German here from the Muschinger up in Schwamagon. Uh, John just left the room to go to the smorgasbord over here, which is an American word, as I understand it. Do a little sample of a, of a, of a German-Hungarian uh, uh, Christmas song. We'll do an easy one. Okay. It's a silent night in German. Give me a key, please. Yes, he has all kinds of keys. See? Sti? Sti? Huh? He's not ready yet. Yeah. No, we're well, he's, yeah. Nacht, heilige Nacht, alles schläft. Einsam wach, older Knabe im Lagen hat. Schlaf in Himmel, schlaf in himmlischer Ruhe, schlaf in himmlischer Ruhe. Very well done. Schlafing. In Himmlischer Ruhe, gentlemen. You know what's funny? The more I drink, the more the Lutheran comes out. <laughs> I even knew the words to that one. That was pretty good. And uh, well, I'm sorry, your name is? Uh, Ed Pelzer. Ed and uh, Diana. And Diane. Nice to have you here. What do we got for a little Christmas uh, I think presents? we're going to send them a special uh, supply of some German beers from the Capital Brewery Company. All right. In Middleton. For next year's party, yeah. Let me, let me plug my new CD. I just... Uh, a new CD? Yeah, a band called Blue Army. Blue Army, yeah. okay. Yeah, in Milwaukee, it's a local thing. We're at all exclusive companies. Just came out with Edmund John and Blue Army. There you Blue go. Army, look for it. And a lot of Hungarian songs on there that you're going to enjoy. How are you doing? How are you today? Did you get any food? or? Oh, I, yes. Uh, I like the rhubarb. That was good. Yeah. The Whatever you call the dish with the rhubarb. I have no idea. Who made the rhubarb? <laughs> Who made the rhubarb dish? Yes, what's, what's in there? Rhubarb. Rhubarb, okay. <laughs> That's rhubarb in that dish. That was good. What I brought was beer nuts. I went to the beer nut factory yesterday in Bloomington, Illinois, and oh, brought, you brought the packs. You brought the beer nuts. What a nice guy. Thank you very much. An excellent choice. Where is the beer nuts factory? Bloomington, Illinois. Did you know it was there? Could you just find it uh, somehow spiritually? Do you 
a quest led you there? And I live in the area, and uh, actually I did my Christmas shopping there three years ago, so I found out they had the factory outlet store there. You did your Christmas shopping at the Beer Nuts factory. <laughs> they, they've got the Beer Nuts logo on everything, so they can... Oh, yeah, so there's Beer Nuts apparel, is there? Just like your, your, uh, your display up front here, yes. Yeah, oh, I didn't really get a whole Beer Nuts wardrobe and the whole deal, huh? Beer Nut golf balls, yes. Pretty cool. I like that very much. And you are? Uh, DeVos Slisher from Creve Coeur, Illinois. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Thanks for the beer nuts. You, uh, are you doing a lot of holiday partying, too? Or? Uh, d- just one company Christmas party. It was, yeah. a, it was a little different this year in that they were at, the, uh, at a bar of the restaurant, so we had little booths instead of the big eight tables, so it was a little bit different. Yeah. What town is this? That was across the river in Peoria, Illinois, at the river station. Do they put on a nice spread, or are they a little cheap about it in their office parties, or is it nice? Uh, this was especially nice this year. You got to choose from three different entrees. So. You did? Okay. Sounds great. What were the entrees? Uh, there, there was a, a chicken, prime rib. I think I had the prime rib is what I went for, and uh, the, uh, the catch of the day. Catch of the day. Okay. Which could be anything, right? It could be edible. It might not be edible. I believe it was swordfish. So it was especially nice this year. Did they take that out of the Rock River, I wonder? <laughs> There's a lot of swordfish in the Rock River. It's entirely a possibility. If it, actually, they took a carp and they put a thing on its nose and they <laughs> said, hey, we got swordfish this year for the employees. Oh, how exciting. Uh, presents for everyone, Jim. Presents there. We're going to send him uh, some holiday cheer with some select wines from the Waltersheim Winery in Purdy. Yes, select wines. These are select wines. We're not giving you just any wine. These wines... Have been selected. Now look at, they're eating me. This is costing me $5.50, $5.50, $5.50, and $5.50, and all you're eating is junk. That's all that was left, though. Yeah. That was all that's left. I wish you had a discount on this plate, I think. Look, he's got two uh, peanut chews, uh, and of course the classic beer nuts. The beer nuts, yeah. And you had what, a slice of, uh, mind if I poke your food? What is that? Grapefruit. That's it? That's it. Is this your typical it's diet? A meal for me. Yeah. Are you uh, a student? No, I just actually got out of school a while ago. You did, huh? Yes. Any luck getting a job? Um, somewhat. Somewhat? Yeah. Are you, are you working at the store of knowledge? To, or <laughs> no, no, not quite the store of knowledge. Yeah. Where are you working? Um, space metrics. Space metrics. Sounds pretty cool, is it? Mm, no. No. <laughs> so are they involved in, in, in space or in metrics? or What, 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 what do they make? They build um, cabinetry and kitchen units and oh. stuff. So that's cool. So space, like space, that kind of space. Okay, I thought it was not outer. No, no, not outer. Not outer. We had a problem with metrics in space, and I was wondering if it was your fault. And you are? Um, my name is Andrew. Andrew, are you from around here? Or? Yes. yes. So you don't have to go anywhere back home for Christmas? No. Yeah. You have a big family get-together? Or? Yes, yeah. Do you have a big family? Yes, my mom had um, 15 kids in her family, so yeah. it's huge. You're, you're one of them? No, no. Oh, her family has 15. She's from a family of 15 kids. It's just me and my sister. Okay. This is your sister? Yes. Hi, how are you? Hi. Did I get your name? Uh, yes, you did. It was Andrew, I told you. Andrew, that's right. And, uh, you know, it's pre-Alzheimer's, man. I'm sorry. This will happen to you someday. And you're? Lori. Lori, looking forward to this uh, holiday get-together? Uh, yeah, we're having it right now, actually, because my husband's family lives far away, so this is our Christmas today. Actually. Just here in this audience? Yep. <laughs> this is what we're did doing. you have something to eat, don't you? Don't... Beer nuts. <laughs> See, the beer nuts were the, thing, the biggest hit so far. You know, let's hear it for the beer nuts, ladies and gentlemen. What a thoughtful thing to bring to a party. And look, at he's got, even as we speak, there are beer nuts in this man's hand. I have them. I'm just choosing to not eat them you know, with a microphone nearby. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, that's, that's why I see. I've actually never seen them. I've never tasted a beer nut when I wasn't drinking. 
you know, I have no idea what they actually taste like. You know, it's like one of those things. It's like I've never eaten a peanut on the ground. It's always like at 30,000 feet, you know. And they, they must taste different, but I don't sit around and eat them on the ground, you know. Or ginger ale. I only get them when I'm flying. I have no idea what on the ground that would taste like. Have you ever, are you, did you drink at all? No, no, not. It's well, a have, little, a, little have a beer nut and tell me what they taste like. They taste nutty. Oh. <laughs> There's no beer in them, right? They're a little saltier than you remember when you're at a bar. Yeah, because the, the beer is salty and it compensates. Exactly. It cancels it out. And you're the mom. Yes, I am. I'm good. Is this like a big, how many people are you going to have for Christmas? Um, just my family. At my Christmas, I'm going to my brother's for Christmas Eve, and there, yeah. there will be 50 or more. <laughs> and who's doing the cooking for that? Um, it's a potluck. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you bringing? I don't know yet. Have Maybe. you tried my dish? You try it. You uh, might, no, but that's, that's a thought. I might try it. It's really quite simple. The problem I had last year was forgetting to open the bag first before I put the green beans in. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, that's I don't about think the only thing, the only way you can go wrong in there is to not open the bag. Okay, I'll try that. Okay, and we got some gifts here for the entire family, don't we, Jim? I think we do. Let me take a look here. Uh, yes, we've got the game of Bosworth, the game you already know. I don't know. What are you talking to me? Uh, and then, of course, we've got the inflatable globe from On the Wall Productions, so you can keep track of your family members. Yes. Nice try, Jim. Anyway, so nice to, nice to meet you all. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Okay, we're going to play the What Do You Know quiz because it's part of the holiday festivities here. Before we can, we have to have someone read the four disclaimers. Who would like to do that today? Uh, just in back there, we got someone, okay? Make some noise, it's a party. People are too quiet. Have another eggnog. I'll give you a second to look that over. That tells who can and cannot participate in today's quiz. Uh, it means uh, members of the, uh, of the staff or uh, people in the studio or people of Monona Terrace because we charge them five and a half dollars each if they want to play the quiz. <laughs> so if I get you to rise here and read the four disclaimers and we'll get on with the quiz as we uh, go along here. You are? Denise. Denise, how was your holiday so far? Great, thanks. Great. Yes, wonderful. All your shopping done? Most of it, yeah. Oh, that's very good. Denise, go ahead if you would, please. Okay. The four disclaimers. Number one, all questions used on what do you know have been painstakingly researched, although the answers have not. Ambiguous, misleading, or poorly worded questions are par for the course. Listeners who are sticklers for the truth should get their own shows. Number two, Michael, what's the secret to your green bean mushroom soup hot dish? I think we covered that. <laughs> number, number three. Open the bag is the main. <laughs> number three, persons employed by the International House of Radio or its member stations are lucky to be working at all, let alone tying up the office phones trying to play the quiz. Listeners who have won recently should sit on their hands and let someone else have a chance for a change. And number four. All opinions expressed on what do you know are well-reasoned and insightful. Needless to say, they are not those of the International House of Radio, its member stations, or lackeys. Anyone who says otherwise is itching for a fight. Well done. We can keep that as a little souvenir. Thank you very much. Let's see the hands of those who want to try them at the quiz. Here's a chance for you to win some prizes that you can give away for Christmas. Sorry, no one with a fake nose and glasses need to apply for this quiz. Let's see the... Get those hands up in the air here. Uh, this, uh, this gentleman here, this young gentleman here, if you would come over to the side, I'll meet you there as I pass the smorgasbord. Pretty well picked over, actually, except for the, the beer nuts are still left and the hot sauce. That's about it. Uh, hi, how are you? Good, and, you, and yourself? I'm pretty good. Your name is? Grant. Grant? Mm -hmm. Grant, you from around here? From Washington Springs, South Dakota. No kidding, from all the way from South Dakota. You in here for the holiday season? Or? Uh, actually, I go to school at Iowa State and came up here for the day. 
I, I guess they do too, huh? What a coincidence. Are they with you? Uh, no, they aren't. Yeah. You should meet them, actually. Go Cyclones. You just graduated from there. Okay, cool. You go here. Well, I'm just sorry. Really, I, sorry, what a come down from Iowa State. Uh, Grant, uh, give me one good reason why you should play this quiz. Well, I was talking to my barber earlier this week, and I said I was going to be here today. And he said that, wow, somebody else listens to that show. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's quite enough, Grant. Come on up. Walk this way. Grant, everybody. You would sit right next to the ostrich, Grant. All right, Cyclones. Not them Cyclones. I don't know how the Cyclones do this year. Well, they, uh, they don't have the greatest football team, but they sure do have a women's basketball team. They sure do. Yes, sirree. They've got a lot of experience. <laughs> they sure do have a women's basketball team, but are they good? Oh, uh, we lost to Stanford and Drake, but uh, that'll probably be the only losses of the season. I would think so. Did you get some eggnog, Grant? Uh, no, actually, I didn't. Yeah, do you, you, well, I'm sorry. The, uh, the nog is gone. Someone drank the rest of my nog, but there's... Can I get you some egg? Oh, sure. Yeah. Jim, would you mind I'll pouring in Sure. Because I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing a show here. Yeah. You're just sitting there anyway. Got very if there's any, whatever, last few drops in there, give them to you. Because, right. you, don't, you don't drink, do you? Grant? No, Ordinarily. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Nothing in there either, Jim? Yeah. Just make some up there, Jim. It's radio. You can just say there's eggnog in there. Yeah, there you go. Make some at home. So have you been to some uh, parties, holiday parties there? At, a few. Uh, at Iowa State? Yes. Yeah. And is, that, is your home near there, or, or where'd you say you're from originally? Westington Springs, South Dakota. Westington? Westington. Westington. W-E-S-S-I-N-G-T-O-N. I didn't ask you to spell it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pronounce it. I didn't know if it was a Westington or a Westington. Is that near Iowa City, or...? or? Uh, actually, Iowa State is in Ames. It's in Ames. And, I've been there, yeah. yes. I know. I was just asking if it was near Iowa City. Oh, no. Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. The Cyclones. Big stadium. And then exactly. Ames. Hilton near Coliseum. Des Moines is down the road. Uh-huh. Right? And uh, yeah, we've been there. We did a show out there, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. How long ago was that? Oh, I don't know. Time, <laughs> time just uh, flies, doesn't it, Jim? It was, it was in the uh, 19th century, wasn't it? Yeah, we did Des Moines show, and then one of our earliest shows was from Ames, I think. That's right. I think our first remote might have been from Ames, actually. Oh, wow. Because nobody came, I remember. <laughs> the station didn't even come. That's no. how bad it was. There were a few people in the audience, but it was cheap, as I recall. I don't think we charged for it. Um, Grant, your major uh, is... Uh, electrical what? engineering. Electrical engineering. You can't go Easy wrong major. with electrical... En- is it? <laughs> no. I would think no. it would be hard. It's actually. tough. It is. A is lot it of all math just, and science. It's not uh, just schematics and wiring. Schematics, wiring, uh, programming, uh, just calculations. Yeah. And how many <laughs> a lot of, of late you, nights. How many of you does it take to screw in a light bulb? Just a question. <laughs> And you can always work, right, as an electrical engineer, because we have lots of them come to the show for some reason. So apparently they're working, and they're happy individuals. Well, yeah, we, uh, they pay us quite well, too. They do? Uh, anywhere from about forty to 45000 starting salary. Well, that's not bad, so. really, especially in 1959. <laughs> uh, no, that's a lot of money. Uh, well, that's great. That's great. So you're going to be working, and you're going to be employed. Are you, are you going out at all? you uh, got a special someone, or...? Oh, uh, actually, she's back home in uh, Cheyenne, oh, is Wyoming. This, is this like news to you? This doesn't happen in, <laughs> in Ames, Iowa. You look like startled. Well, I thought you were going down the job path, and then all of a sudden you did. Well, we got off the job path because fascinating. It, it isn't. Let's face it. You know, oh, okay. <laughs> well, at least it, you didn't. It's wiring around the bush. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wiring, and you'll have a good living out of it. But now I want to know if you. How can I put this in a? Are you going out? That's the way you would say. 
with, with someone. With someone, and she's very special to you. Yes, Cheyenne, Wyoming. Her name is Laura. She's in Cheyenne, Wyoming? Yes, she is. Well, how do you... Well, she, well, I guess she, she goes to Iowa State as well. You do? Oh, she's in, okay, she's right. from Cheyenne. Did she, right. did she go home for the holidays? Yeah, she's home for the holidays. So. Have you been to Cheyenne? Or? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. Yeah. Think Driven about through there yeah. on a family vacation many, many years yeah. ago. Getting serious? Is it getting serious? Uh, it's in the early stages, so. Okay, so. <laughs> That's all you want to say? That's all I'd like to say. Okay, all right. No well, comment. All right. Sounds good. I wish you well in all of that. We're going to go to the, uh, we're going to get the quiz in this hour again, are we? We haven't done it in about a year. Oh my gosh, it's almost over. Time flies when you're drinking on the show. (laughs) Uh, Which reminds me, here it is. Uh, Jim, what categories do we have? Categories that we have uh, would be a little bit uh, advanced because we've got to find a qualifier first. Oh, we don't have one? And that person is going to call in and answer the qualifying question. (laughs) Well then, what is Jenny Belk? Jenny? Are you there? I'm here. Okay, here's the Hi, question. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Here's the question. What's white, eight feet tall, and alarms a neighborhood in New York? Out of the news, current events. Um, All right. A snowman. What? Oh, am I supposed to answer this? Yes, you are. A snowman. A snowman. <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> is this the best you can do? This is like a special moment for you, I bet. Um, a snowman I, or the Yeti? I don't know. Uh, the Yeti. <laughs> no, I'm afraid it's not the Yeti. I didn't hear this. I didn't hear this bit of the news. It was the only story I missed this week. I think. Okay. I, I, <laughs> well, I call mean, us back know. when you hear it, okay? Because it's, uh, <laughs> otherwise, thanks for trying, though. Okay. That's Jenny out there in San Diego. We've got uh, Paul in Portage. Uh, the question is, what's uh, white, eight feet tall? <laughs> the question is, where is Paul in Portage? I guess really. Uh, Matt in Appleton. What's uh, Matty there? Hello, Matt. Speak to me, Matt. Are we having a trou- trouble with the... Uh... No. I think they're leaving as they hear the yeah. question. Okay. Let's go to uh, Dawn in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Michael? I'm fine. Is there a casino near White Bear Lake? Um, not, not real close, but oh. there are plenty around the Twin Cities, that's for sure. Well, then my wife was lying. She said she was going to a casino <laughs> in White Bear Lake. Oh. <laughs> she was gone for a good five days. And... <laughs> I'm not sure which one that would be. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Are you, holiday season's going well? or? Yeah, it's going real well. Yeah. We, uh, we've been to a couple parties already, and we have mm-hmm. to get our tree, though. We're going to go out and get that today. A little late, so, isn't it? So you, yeah. You're down to this, the remnants now, like yeah. a, just a few boughs on the ground there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Haven't had a chance to before this, though. So. Okay. Don, what's white, eight feet tall, and alarms a neighborhood in New York? Um, um, Let me ask you this, Don. Could it be Mrs. Clinton's fence? Um, yes, it could be. Yes, you're right, it is. As a matter of fact, this is Clinton's fence. All right. She's building a fence around the place. Congratulations, Don. <laughs> Thank you. Of White Bear Lake, Minnesota, you qualify to play the quiz. How did you know that? Um, I, I have not been following the news, so uh, uh, thanks for the help. You're welcome. <laughs> if you listen to All Things Considered, you'd know all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Don, this is Grant. Hi, Grant. Hi, Don. How are you doing? Good, and yourself? Good. Good. So you Good. live in Iowa? Excuse me? What's it? <laughs> Let's work on intermediate conversation here. She said you live in Iowa because she heard the... Yeah. I go to school at Iowa State. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm from Madison originally, and I grew up there and went to school there. And so I'm a badger. <laughs> there you go. Okay. 
We're out of time here. We gotta we gotta actually use this quiz in the next hour, don't we? Before we exactly. even get to the questions, Jim. Is what I'm thinking. So, Don, you hang on there, okay? okay. Just a minute, and uh, Grant, you hang here, okay? And have your eggnog, Jim. We'll be rocking on New Year's Eve with that special Y2 You Know broadcast from the Orpheum Theater in Madison. It starts at 11 Central Time, 11 at night. The show is sold out. You want to listen for the Survivalist Mountain Mel DeWeese, the Amazing Psychic Chicken, music for the Millennium with Combo.com, and Ade Cola, Ade Dapo. Coming up, thanks for the memos and more of the quiz. Our Grammy-nominated CD, Why Not the Best of What Do You Know, on Newport Classics Limited can be found on the World Wide Web at notmuch.com. Michael Feldman's What Do You Know is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international. This is PRI, Public Radio International. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the quiz. Okay. We just got one minute here.
From Brooklyn, New York to Billings, Montana, it's Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. That's John Tulian at the piano, Jeff Eccles on bass, and I'm Jim Packard. In this hour of What Do You Know, the What Do You Know quizzes, thanks for the memos and a salute to Montgomery, Alabama. Support for What Do You Know comes from Public Radio International affiliate stations and the Public Radio International Program Fund. Support is also provided by the Monona Terrace Community and Convention Center, a splendid public place with state-of-the-art meeting, convention, and dining facilities and great views of the lake. Monona Terrace information at 608-261-4000. Now, the man who, at 550 ahead, is no longer in that festive mood, Michael Feldman. Yes, sir. I was thinking of my green bean casserole. Now, you figure if that serves 10 at 550 head, that's a $55 green bean casserole. That's, right. that's a pretty fancy menu. So. And we've got three casseroles. Yes, each one of those is worth. We should just really start a restaurant here. You know, really, it's a business to be in. Thanks for coming back. Nice to have you with us. So, we're on the way to doing our first quiz, a little bit late due to the holiday spirit, which has uh, infested us here. Affected us here. Infected us here. There's a word in there I know I'm thinking of, but the dog is speaking for me. And uh, we got Grant here uh, all the way from uh, Ames, Iowa. He's an electrical engineer, and uh, he's in the beginning stages of a, of a uh, relationship. Um, is she in the same field you are? Or? Uh, actually, she's graphic design. Graphic design, okay. So artistic. She's yes, artistic. very artistic. Okay. Good. good combination. Collages. A lot of collages. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, she'll get over that. That's a stage they go through. I, I had a lot of girlfriends start out doing collages, and then... They get through that. And Dawn's on the line with us from uh, White Bear Lake. Uh, Dawn, uh, what do you do out there? Do we get that? No, you didn't get that. Yes. Um, I'm an elementary school teacher. Oh, you are? Okay. Mm -hmm. What grade do you teach? Well, I teach fourth grade, but I teach a program called Title I, and it's a program to help kids who need, need some extra help. It's not special ed, but it, mm -hmm. but it helps kids who are lagging a little bit behind. Mm -hmm. So, so are, you, are you on vacation now, Dawn? Uh, no, we have school Monday through Wednesday next week, actually. Oh, you do? Yeah. We're, out, we're out here. Can so, I send my kids to White Bear Lake for a few days? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, some schools are out now, but we, we're, keep, we're still going. Okay, well, this will keep you on your toes here a little bit, doing the quiz. Uh, Don yep. and Grant, you know how this works, too, if you work together? Yes. Yep. Collaborate. Mm -hmm. And Jim, as I was saying earlier, what are those? Categories, categories do we have? Yes. Current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school had you been paying attention, science or odds and ends? Don, pick the first one. Um, things you should have learned in school. Things you should have learned in school, okay. Here we go. Um... Introduction, rising action, climax, falling action, and catastrophe. Describe what? Uh, that would, Don, would that be uh, elements of a, of a story, elements of a novel? I, that's what I was thinking. But what was the very last thing on that list? Catastrophe. Catastrophe. I mean, catastrophe isn't, doesn't always happen in every book, um, but... That's after the falling action. You want to hear them again? Introduction, rising action, climax... Falling action and catastrophe describe what? Um, be plot elements. Yeah. Elements of the plot. Yeah, I would say elements of a story. Um, um, hmm. But I'm wondering if maybe it's a particular kind of, of story. Or Can we book. accept that, Jim? We will accept that. Maybe it's describing spirit. Bill Clinton's administration. I don't know. Very good, Grant. I think you're in the wrong... Career here, you really should be in radio. Uh, we can accept that it's actually the play, the elements of a play, but uh, uh, we okay. will accept that it's a five-act play to be specific. Uh, so you're not even close, yeah. but it's the holiday season, <laughs> right. so we don't really care. 
<laughs> Jim, that would be... One right, no wrong. Okay, thanks for staying on the ball there, Jim. <laughs> it, it could be, yes. But you already had your airtime, so let's not talk about it. Put it in the next album, I say. Uh, okay, a five-act play. That's also known as Freitag's Pyramid. Mm. What remains there, Jim? Current events, people, places, science, or odds and ends. Grant? Let's go with have? current events. Okay, current events. Grant, uh, Grant, are you taking courses outside your major? You know, I uh, just got done with Communication Studies 101, Introduction to Communication. There you go. Uh, and you're talking very well, I think. Well, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. It's done you a lot of good. So you're getting a, a broad overview besides just... Social sciences and humanities. Very good, because you know, there are people out there, not just electrons. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay, what did you say, current events? Yes. Okay, according to PR Week, uh, Microsoft ran away with the worst publicity of 1999. Who was runner-up for worst publicity of 1999, according to PR Week? This is multiple choice. Is it Brown and Williamson Tobacco, the International Olympic Committee, or the National Rifle Association? Number two, worst publicity of 1999. Talk it over. Well, let's see. Uh, could be the tobacco debates, Don. Yeah, the that could the be. The tobacco lawsuits. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking the, the Rifle Association, but that could be because I'm pretty no, much the audience doesn't like Rifle Association either. What was that middle choice? Um, International uh, Olympic Committee. Uh, I don't yeah, the audience likes <laughs> Olympic Committee, really? so we'll go with that. Okay, let's go with that. I'm sorry, it's a National Rifle Association. Oh. <laughs> so you can't go with the audience likes, you know. Yeah. Which I've discovered over the years, basically. Well, I had trust in them. They'll turn on you like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, number, the, the, they were the second worst. The next was Coke, and then uh, the Republican Party, number four. Uh. <laughs> Jim, what? One right and one wrong. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds good. <clears throat> what remains? People, Jim? places, science, or odds and ends. Um, Don, science. Let's go science. Science it is, okay. <coughs> <You're expecting coughs> me too, Don. We're both right? a little phlegm here. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, not, the first, not the first to think she'd given birth to a wild cat, but the first to have done so through technology. Who am I talking about? Not the first to think she'd given birth to a wild cat, but the first to have done so through technology. Who am I talking about here? Hmm. Birth what? to a wild cat? Birth to a wild cat. Hmm. Many women feel they've given birth to a wild cat. <laughs> Uh, the news recently, actually. Was that the science? McCoy Septuplet's mother? <laughs> <laughs> Wild cats, that would be. Oh. Hmm. Well, it sounds like it would be an animal, but mm -hmm. maybe they had done in vitro fertilization or something. Or mm -hmm. It actually isn't quite well publicized in the news. What kind mm -hmm. of technology is this? I guess it would be uh, birth technology. <laughs> uh, frozen embry embryo, actually. Technology. Hmm. Yes. Let's see. Grant, do you have any, any ideas? Or? I have no clue. And, birth to a wild cat. Okay, I guess we have to call time on this, and the audience is of no help whatsoever. This is... What are they They're saying? house cat. Yeah, well... Yes, the cat was named Cayenne, and uh, through a transplant gave birth to an African wild cat named uh, Jazz. So, uh, okay. It was pretty well... You didn't hear about that? No, actually, no. I didn't. No. I've been at college, so... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can't expect to know everything just because you're at college, so... So that would be one right and two wrong. Okay, you've gotten as wrong as you can get here. You can't get any wronger. You've got to get the next two right, and you can win, and, and I'm sure you can do it. Uh, Jim, what remains there? People, places, or odds and ends? Grant, what do you have there? Odds and ends. Odds and ends. Could be anything. Let's see if it is. Yes. Are videos showing women crushing mice beneath their high heels during a sex act legal in this country? Crushing mm. mice? Grant, you've been in college. <laughs> I would have to say yes. Uh, you would not, have to say. not that I'd have any direct 
knowledge, no. but uh, my guess would be yes. Your guess would be or, yes. The, that, it, that they're legal or illegal? That they're legal. Legal. Video showing women crushing mice beneath their high heels during sex act. Legal. Oh, I forgot the sex act part. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well. I think that's the important part of this whole thing, Don. <laughs> Otherwise, it's, it's yeah. just a woman crushing a mouse, and I don't... <laughs> yeah. Hmm, I don't know, Graham. Do you, what do you think? Um, Illegal? Then yes or no? What do you think? Audience says no, and I'll... They, yeah. lie, they lied to you before, you know. So I, I'm leaning towards a no also. No is yes. Yay. <laughs> they are no longer legal. All right. Um, and actually, the only piece of legislation to be passed this session was the uh, anti-mouse-crushing video <laughs> legislation, which the president signed uh, recently. Uh, so you can no longer, as of Thursday, you can't do that. So stop it, you people. It's the holiday season to begin with. Too right and too wrong. Okay, so here you go. This is a chance to get this one right. You win, and okay. uh, let's see what remains here. Jim. People or places? People or places? Um, places. Okay, Don, places it is. Oh, let's see. Oh. Well, let's try this. What percentage of Americans actually enjoy caroling? Now, I assume this means going out and actually in the, in the weather Spirit, right. and singing under people's windows, some of whom are actually Jewish and don't want to hear it. But uh, yeah. uh, What percentage of Americans enjoy caroling? Is it 21%, 11%, or 4%? Hmm. Uh, Say they actually enjoy like enjoy caroling. Let's see the audience here. How many of you actually enjoy caroling? Hmm. Let me approach it a different way. How many of you do not enjoy caroling? <laughs> hmm. I guess I'd have to go with the middle one, I think. Um, Let me just say they're not typical of this sample, uh, this national sample. <laughs> what were those 21 percent, 11 percent, or 4 percent of Americans say they, they uh, enjoy caroling? So, I, I, yeah, I'd say 11 or 4. Um, oh, let's see. Well, whenever I take a test, it's usually C, so let's C go is with right. C. Yay! Congratulations! Four percent. I mean, they're really crazy about Carolyn. They love Carolyn. There's probably some borderline who occasionally enjoy Carolyn, depending on how cold it is and, That's right. and if there's what you know libation there is afterwards. Jim, what do they want? Well, Dawn is going to wrap those holiday gifts the Martha Stewart way after making her own paper as well as recycling for the sake of the earth and art with Arnold Grummer's tin can paper making kit. It's from Greg Markin Incorporated. And Grant has won the incredible Boca Burger barbecue bundle, everything for the stately winter cookout in Iowa City from the Red Hot Grill, Iowa cooking apron, mitts and spatula to a free pack of Boca Burgers. That's the burger that makes meat lovers salivate and the vegetarians celebrate. And you'll both get to sleep through the next millennium with the insomnia kit. It's by renowned sleep expert Dr. Chris Itziak, uh, including an assessment diary and 60-minute relaxation tape from Penguin Putnam, and wake up laughing with the CD, Why Not the Best of Michael Feldman's What Do You Know, on Newport Classics Limited. Congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Nice to have you. You did a great job. Good luck in school. And that relationship was just beginning. And Don, hang on for a second. Make sure you get all that cool stuff. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks for playing. Nice talking to you. What do you know's next road trip will be in Richmond, Kentucky for live broadcast Saturday, January 29th, 2000. Tickets are available at 1-800-621-8890. 1-800-621-8890. Once again, John Tooling and Jeff Eccles.
listening to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. Nutmuch.com. You're listening to Michael Feldman's What Do You Know from PRI, Public Radio International. Very nice tune. What was that? Christmas time is here. What's that? Christmas time is here. Christmas time is here. And now, have you worked up a little a Jewish song for all our Jewish friends out there? Yeah. <laughs> What's it going to be? I noticed you were searching frantically for one. Because you do a lot of Hanukkah or oh Hanukkah. Hanukkah or oh Hanukkah? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a few bars of that just for equal time. Okay, okay. Hanukkah or oh Hanukkah. Anyone knows the words? Sing along. Do the Russian dance with the thing, you know, you throw your legs out. Yeah? Can you do that? Can you? Just sitting down is easy to do it. I don't mean to say. We've got a pharmacist here. Let's really have a good holiday. Ladies and gentlemen, Cherie Richter. Where is she? Pharmacist. Hi, how are you? I don't know if I can get to you. Might be a possibility. Let's go down the road. You're dressed. Are you dressed for the Christmas party? or? Yeah. Very Why don't you stand up and show people what you're wearing and then describe it to them? What wow. have you got bows on? You look like a package, like a present. Um, these are supposed to be candy canes with, like, 
um, little ribbons hanging down from them. Uh-huh. And um, I got them from my mom a long time ago. Isn't it pretty? And you're wearing that for, for Christmas? Yes. Looks very nice. And what's, what's your name? Anna. Anna. How old are you? Eight. And are you on vacation now, Anna? Yeah. Are you looking forward to the next couple of weeks of doing nothing? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do all that time? Have you thought about it? Uh, stay with my mom and dad. Really? Every minute, every second, every hour? Because I've got an eight-year-old, too. I want to know the answer to this. Yeah. yeah. Got some sleepovers planned? or? Mm-mm. Are you into, uh, uh, what's your name, uh, Britney Spears? Uh, yeah. You are? No. 37.50 for a ticket. Are you still into it? No. Backstreet Boys. We got something for you here. Jim, yes, what we, we got for? We've got the uh, Matt Sabula's book uh, with a glow-in-the-dark cover, What's Up With You, Tacondra Foo? That's from uh, Zeno Press Children's Books. I don't know what that means, but it's a book. So, have... <laughs> Nice to meet you. Have a wonderful Christmas. All right, where's the pharmacist? Could you empty your pockets, please? I want to see what you took home from work today. I never had satisfaction explain to me why pharmacists stand up on platforms. I've had people try to tell me, but can you explain that? And... I don't know either. Is it so they you look like demigods in white there, and you think, well, they're mixing potions for the gods. I don't know. I think it's so that you can see everybody and just know what's going on. In the drugstore? Yeah. You can look for shoplifters? I mean, in the... In the... You can see where, like, the Band-Aids are and the Sudafed and the, you know... If someone asks you, then you right, know. Right, right. Okay, that's nice. And uh, how's your Christmas so far? Great, yeah. great. You're going to have a big get-together, family get-together? Or? Yeah, today's our big get-together. Oh, it is? Yeah. Are you doing it? Yeah, this is it. <laughs> you mean just sitting here is it? This yeah. is... Well, we'll have presents later. Presents later. So you go to a Jewish guy's radio show and that's Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Something wrong with that. I don't know. It's not in the spirit of this. Is this family here? This is family. This yeah. is my mom and my dad. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Hey. How you doing? Good. Proud of her? She's a pharmacist. Yeah, she's too bad. Yeah. It's a decent living. They always make money and they always have pills. <laughs> and potions. And you are the mother. I'm Barbara, his, her mother. Yeah, and your name, sir? Lou. Lou. Where are, you, where are you folks from? River Falls, Wisconsin. River Falls. Beautiful River Falls. They got snow up there? Uh, more snow than here? Any snow? Uh, they only had a little bit uh, yesterday when I called. So what's going on? You think it's uh, global warming? or? I'm not surprised if it is. Yeah. Well, nothing I mean, would surprise you at this point, right? I mean, I'm going to have to move to Alaska if I want to see a white Christmas, I yeah. guess. Yeah. A white Christmas, I will, I will gladly give you the white Christmas. Everything after that, though. <laughs> Can we have global warming after December 25th? Would you mind? Because I, I, I would like to have just a meltdown after that. It's nice to have you folks here, and I uh, hope you enjoyed. Was there a question that I can answer for any of you? Or? Uh, yeah, I was wondering when you were little what you didn't get for Christmas that you always wanted. Well, that would have to be everything, I think, because I never... <laughs> When I was little, I never got anything for Christmas. The, you know the worst thing uh, when Christmas is that? I wanted so badly to hang up stockings. And every year I would say to my mother, hang up stockings. So I, finally she let me hang up stockings, you know, because it's not a Jewish tradition. I say, I don't think it's in the Old Testament. I don't know if it's in the New Testament. I don't know where they come, it comes from, actually. But, the, but then I discovered we had a false fireplace, and I was ruined. I, you know, Santa wanted to come. There's no way of getting down the fireplace. So. But I got a few things in there, so finally we got Nice to meet you all. Have a, have a wonderful holiday, and I hope that it's a good New Year for you as well. We've got uh, Grant Olson here from Wessington Springs. So, oh, yeah, we had him already, didn't we? Hey, you know, there's things you didn't tell me about yourself. Oh, well, we didn't get around to that. Yeah, look, at you're in ROTC, Air Force ROTC cadet. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought you'd mention that first right off the bat. I'm sorry I didn't. Yeah. Uh, does that help pay for your education? You... Yes. That's a good deal. Uh, and then you're in Alpha Sigma Phi. Why didn't you mention that? Uh, we never got around to that either. Yeah, see, there's so much about you. Think you know someone. <laughs> and you don't, you don't know them. Because, yeah, yeah, go figure. And then you're the ISU campus tour guide. One of them. It's a volunteer position. They give us a name tag, a, a nice polo shirt, and they say thank you a lot. Yeah. You're going to get far in life, I can tell, Grant. Nice to, nice to have you here again. I met already. Is Virginia Hartman in this row, too, with two N's? Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord, she says. She's here. Hi, how are you? You know, I'm fine. You know what? What? He, t- he told me to put that question down. How much of the eggnog did you have, Virginia? I didn't have, I didn't have any. You didn't. This is without eggnog. This is amazing. He told you that? He told me to do this. Well, I just thought it was so cute. I know. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you just read it? That's okay. I just said my name is Virginia. Is it really a Santa? <laughs> Isn't that cute? All right. He told you to do that. Yes, he did. You do, do a lot of writing for her. Right? It's the first time she ever listened to me. Yeah. Believe me. Well, that should be worth something then, isn't it, Jim? First I think time it's uh, probably worth a little more wine from the Wollersheim Winery. Yes. Yeah. And what about the Richter? We didn't give the Richters anything, did we? On their way home, they can stop in Middleton at the brewery, at the Capitol Brewery, and pick up a case of uh, autumnal or winter beer. The Richters can? Yes. Uh, will it be shoplifting if they do? I mean, will they have a... No, we'll actually present them a, with a certificate. A coupon, or yes. so just back up to it'll the loading ramp and... It'll be a coupon endorsed by Debbie. They'll have a, something to... They will. Okay, so, okay, so fine. And uh, let's see, we got here... Uh, no? Uh, I thought I said Jane Russell, that's why I saved this one. No, it's not... Uh, it's a Jolie Russell. Where's Jolie Russell? Jolie? Yeah. Is it Jolie or Jolie? Jolie. Jolie with an accent on the E. Okay, I got that. Excuse me. Let me step on those. They're pretty shoes. Don't want to do it. From Madison, Wisconsin, the returns clerk. This is the woman you'll be seeing. Stand up, Jolie, so they can identify you beforehand. This is the returns clerk, ladies and gentlemen. All your returns. We'll go to Jolie. How are you? Good. How about yourself? Fine, thank you. Where are you a returns clerk at? Springs Window Fashion, Middleton. Springs? Springs Window Fashion. Springs Window Fashion. This is for undressing in the window or no. <laughs> fashions in the windows? Graber Blinds. Yes. Okay. It's not Graber anymore? No. Springs Window Fashion. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> what happened to Graber? Is he, did he leave town or something? Uh, yes. Graber's gone? I... Oh, he did. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad to know that the Springs Window Fashion is still going on. You're the returns clerk. Yes. Are there a lot of returns? Yes. <laughs> Truckloads. Truckloads of blinds. Yes. And what do you say like, to them? Are they mad when they bring the truckload of blinds back? No, we don't see them. We just see the product. Oh, okay. So you, you don't have to deal with the public. No, we don't work with the, with the customer itself. Well, neither do they, obviously, because I've, I've worked with, with these home consultants, and believe me, they don't. And, uh, so, okay, so you don't have to deal with no. returns. Okay, okay. Well, you can sit down then, because I thought you were someone else. <laughs> Do you have a question for me, Jolie? Why is it that you can only wear white after Labor Day and before Memorial Day? Well, you're asking the wrong guy. I'm not a fashion consultant. Do it. Do you have anyone here who is an actual fashion consultant? It's the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around. Right. 
You can only wear it uh, in the summer months. The summer you months. can't wear it afterwards. Yeah. Does that go back to an English tradition of? Uh, you're wearing white. Here's here's a woman who's defying. Let's ask her for a second. Excuse me. I'm chilling. Here's a woman defying convention and tradition. Let's find out how she feels about it, or if she even knows. Excuse me. I'm a physical therapist. Physical therapists are always wearing white part of their dress. I didn't know that. Is that true? Is that decreed oh, by the board or something? Ask Consuelo. I think she knows. Yeah. Okay. So physical therapists get to wear white no matter when. After Labor Day, before Labor Day. I don't know how that tradition started. Anyone know? Maybe it was Emily Post. She's a Miss Manners from the 40s. I knew who she was, actually. I'm not, I'm, I'm not as young as you are. I actually knew the name. Emily Post meant something to me. But I could have, or Wiley Post or one of those. I could have been. Okay, Tom Post. Nobody knows. and not worth pursuing anyway. Uh, but thank you for asking, really. Really slowed the show down to a crawl. And uh, we, it wouldn't be fair not to say hello to Jeffrey Brownson. Would it? No. From Grand Forks, North Dakota? Oh, hi. Yeah, there you are. Okay, I didn't know where you were. Did you drink all those? <laughs> no. Look at this. There are six, five eggnogs, <laughs> empty eggnog containers on her little table here. I'm sharing. Oh, yeah, right. You're sharing. <laughs> I had one. Huh? I had one. You had one. I only drank four of them. That's sharing, right? <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just holding them here for everybody. Okay, until the stewardess comes and collects the... That's what we need here is a stewardess, and I'm sorry. Uh, Jeffrey? Yeah. Hi there. Doing well. Why don't you stand up so people can see that? Otherwise, I think I'm just doing a ventriloquist thing here. Grand Forks, North Dakota. Yep. That's your hometown? Yes. Okay, and uh, grad student studying geomicrobiology. That would be little tiny things in the dirt. Pretty much, pretty much, yep. So what things are you looking at in particular? I'm looking at bacteria that produce slime. Oh, slime bacteria. (laughs) It's easy to see why you'd be fascinated with that. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Uh, slime bacteria and clays that yeah. interact with them. Mm-hmm. Is this like a personal quest, or is, this, uh, is there a practical uh, use well, for this knowledge? Uh, kind of, but more it's kind of just see how many prefixes you can tie on to the name geology <laughs> by the time you get a PhD. Uh, and when they picked all the other topics, you got the slime guys? I got slime, right? yeah. I got There's slime. always left? Yeah, yeah. All the exciting ones were gone, so I got slime. Are they fascinating, these slime bacteria? Or? I think so, yeah. 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 The fact that they make slime is interesting? Or is well, yeah, I just kind of like slime. <laughs> They're not sending a slime molds? No, no, no. Totally different. This is just, they produce extra polysac- extracellular polysaccharides around their cell, and they yeah. glom onto dirt. Yeah. Well, who wouldn't, really, under those conditions? <laughs> uh, I think we've all done that, you know, one time or another in our lives. Especially in the beginning stages of a relationship, I think you'll find <laughs> Grant. Um, Geomicrobiology. And then, so are you in graduate school now? Or are you? Yep, just started out this year here. Okay. And then do you have to stay with slime? Or if, if another opening comes up for well, a different, I... can you go on to a different microorganism? Or? Yeah, I, you never know. I don't know. It's, uh, there's a lot of bugs out there. Yeah, so. but you're pretty happy with that. And then, right now. You, let's assuming you graduate, which I'm sure you will, or what, defend your thesis or defend your slime, whatever yep. it is. And then you would, what would you, who would you work for? Well, I'd like to go into, into just academia and teach classes. Teach about slime. About Back to slime. All right, so yeah. it perpetuates the whole circle. It keeps going round and round. Okay, well, very good. I'm glad to see your, your qualified graduate student. Jeffrey, nice to meet you. We have something for you. And was it? Veronica. We met before. She complained about the music thing. So you can sit down now if you like. Uh, 
We can't leave them out, Jim. No, we can't. Uh, we're going to give them the CD, Smarter Than Some, by the Boondogs uh, from Valmar Records. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's not liquor, but it's something nice. Thanks for coming here all the way from uh, North Dakota. Nice to have you here. We are going to play another round of the What Do You Know quiz. That's right. Some of you didn't get a chance last time. Some of you probably will never get a chance to do this, let's face it. But somebody right now will get a chance. Uh, someone who's been dying uh, for months, for years, all their lives, perhaps, to do the What Do You Know quiz. I'm thinking the gentleman in the red shirt is what I'm thinking. In the holiday red shirt. Yes. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Nice to see you. You are? Howard Phillips from Houston, Texas. Great voice, Howard. You ever been in broadcasting? <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, radio? Radio, television, uh, commercials, things. Yeah. If I had your voice, I'd be a rich man right now. <laughs> you could be in radio, yes. I could be in radio, but I'd be making more money at it, is what I'm saying. Uh, or commercial radio would be the way to go, actually. Right. Yeah. Howard, give me one good reason why you should play this quiz. Uh, my son-in-law thinks I know everything he doesn't. Is he smart or is he... Yeah, he's, he's pretty smart. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's test that theory. We can't really, he's not here, but we'll start with you if I get you to come up here, Howard. What is this thing? Oh, 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 look out, look out! Oh, my God. Oh, no, oh, oh, no, not the microphone. Oh, jeez. Knocked over the gi giant scream there. Jim Packard and Howard, another great voice in radio. Hello, Hello Howard. Howard, have a seat there. Those, did you have to work with giant inflatables when you were in radio? <laughs> Not if I could avoid it. Yeah. That's, uh, and on the road there, you got to wait for them in the, for the luggage carousel. When they come through and they jam up everything, that's the worst thing. <laughs> Howard, so are you a commercial radio guy? Or? Not now, no, no. That was, yeah. that was a while back. I've yeah. been a lot of other things since then. Yeah, such as? Um, well, uh, technical writer. I uh, wrote uh, training films for video. Uh -huh. And uh, training films for video. No, for the oil industry. Oh. <laughs> and for the coal industry. Uh -huh. And uh, I do barbershop singing, and I teach Scandinavian folk dancing. Really? <laughs> well, could you be a little more diverse? You think <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking for my niche. Yeah. So were you aroused about yourself in the oil fields at one no, point? No, or? no, no. I just uh, wrote technical manuals for them. You did? That's probably... So that other people could do the hard work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of those jobs, which did you consider your life's work? Um, really, my life's work was really my initial one, which was yeah. teaching. Teaching? I taught at junior high, high school, and university level. Oh, what did you teach? English. No and kidding. English as a second language, eventually. To Americans. Yeah, I did that, too. <laughs> <laughs> This is English. It's a language that you don't speak, but you probably could think about speaking. Um, yeah, I taught English, too. How many years were you in it? Uh, Fourteen. Well, you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I just had more endurance, perhaps. Yeah, I think I did about eight years, eight and a half. Yeah, that's more. about the max that one yeah. can stand. And when you did radio, where did you do that? In Puerto Rico, no initially. Yeah. And then in Houston, uh -huh. uh, where I was reporter. Uh -huh. Covering it, political chicanery and things like that. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of it there. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So now you're retired? Now you're doing the Scandinavian... Mostly retired, yeah. Scandinavian dance thing, did you say? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what, what is a Scandinavian dance? Uh, well, Scandinavia, of course, is Sweden, Norway, yeah. Finland. Well, that part I knew. Right. I was, uh, <laughs> you know. I'm trying to... The Schottish is not a Scandinavian dance. Oh, yes, it is. Is it? Oh, yeah. Schottish, polka, waltz, and uh, polska, which I haven't yet figured out what it is. If anybody knows what a polska is, I'd like to find out. Sounds Polish, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but it isn't. No, it's it isn't. No, it's Swedish. Well, so does Schottisch. Sounds German to me. So, but it's and it is German. Are we going around <laughs> in circles here? I thought you said it was a Scandinavian. Dance. But but Scandinavia yeah. is very Germanic. 
That's true. But it's also very Scandinavian. Well, yeah. Yes. In some corners. Uh-huh. And so uh, there's a club here? Or you, you... Uh, we have a dance group that uh-huh. performs in uh, various places. Uh, whenever there's a festival and they want somebody to try to dance, we show up in our costumes. Uh-huh. And what sort of thing would you wear, typically? Uh, well, the ladies wear uh, skirts and blouses. Skirts and, you know, are down, skirts yeah, are down here, like Howard. That, right? Skirts are not uh, <laughs> I mean, the ladies wear skirts. I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's kind of required. Ladies but, but, wear skirts. But, but, they're, but they're folk dress, the way that people, for the most part, that? dress. Are still talking about the ladies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dress usually reflects more 19th century than 20th century mm-hmm. and uh, peasantry rather than nobility. It's right. the common folk dress. That's and, how I dress, too. Right. right. And yeah. I get to wear knickers again, which I hadn't worn since I was 11. Yeah. Did you when you were a kid? You had knickers? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, sure. We, all, we didn't get long pants, so we got to be 12 in my day. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, it was a coming-of-age cool. thing. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I, I think they're coming back, actually, in fashion circles. But the long pants? The knickers. Oh, the knickers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've actually seen them in some fashion layouts and stuff. And then, and then you have to wear, like, high-button shoes or something, don't you, with that? Oh, yeah. High tops. Sure. High tops, yeah. Right. Sharp guy. I see you. You're a pretty sharp kid, Howard, is what I'm thinking. It led you to a life of Scandinavian dance. You've been doing this for years now, the Scandinavian thing? Uh, about six or eight years. Yeah. And we you... take trips to Scandinavia about every yeah. four or five years. Are you Scandinavian? Not at all. Okay, cool. <laughs> By marriage. My wife had oh. four grandparents from Sweden, and I kind of got dragooned into it. Uh-huh. Dragooned into it. Yeah. And she dances with you, too? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's... Uh, Do you touch during Scandinavian dancing at all? Or? Yeah. 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 What parts do you touch? Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd give me a gesture again. Uh, well, it sounds like a lot of fun, actually. And uh, um, it's great to have you here. And uh, retirement agreeing with you? Oh, very much. Yeah. Do you yeah. wish you would have never worked at all? <laughs> I worked, wished that for many years yeah. when I was working. That's why I yes. meet people who retire there. And it's like, boy, yeah. you know, why did I ever work at all? Retirement is great. So. How did I ever get anything done? That's what I couldn't figure out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Howard, someone out there plays along with you uh, on this quiz here, a chance for uh, you to win fabulous prizes. Oh, great. And, uh, Jim, uh, how do they do that? They would call 800-942-5669 and answer the following qualifying question. Okay. Hmm. All right. What percentage of holiday decorators, while enjoying a good Santa sleigh and reindeer on the roof, don't enjoy putting it there? In other words, what the percentage of Americans say, while they like having holiday decorations, they don't really look forward to getting up on the roof or going out there and stringing the trees? Uh, with uh, lights. And how, what percentage within... Uh, within the, 3%. Within 3%? Yes. Okay. What percentage of uh, holiday decorators, while enjoying the outcome, don't necessarily like the act of getting out there and jeopardizing themselves? Let's go to the phones right now. Uh, Kittery, Maine. Hi, Neil. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Are you on a cell phone somewhere? Or? No, no. On, on a regular phone. This is your regular phone? Where'd you get it? Really? Yeah. Um, State Street discount. Okay, all right. Discount is the key <laughs> word. It has a very wide frequency range, I think. Of maybe three decibels there, I would say. Is that a frequency? No. Hertz is. Megahertz is. Yes, Hertz. I was going to say, it's probably coming up in Maine, that's all. Are you in Wisconsin today? As far as I know. Right. Yeah, at the moment. How are the Badgers doing this year? You know, it's UNH in Wisconsin for the college hockey title right now. How are the Badgers doing in hockey? Excellent. They're, They're three, doing great. The They're doing great. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're fantastic. They can't New be beat. New Hampshire number one, though, this year. Who is? New Hampshire right now. Oh, New yeah. Hampshire. Well, they're good, too. Uh, it's okay. No problem. No, I don't have any problem with it. Uh, the question here, Neil, is what percentage of holiday decorators, while enjoying the result, don't like getting out there and decorating their houses? 
uh, within about uh, three to five percent. Three to five. Don't like that. Um, Give me a percentage. Eighteen percent. No, I'm afraid that's low, Neil. That's why I left mine up all year. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good answer. Let's give it to him. His are up all year. I well, I didn't have a to-do list. I figured I could leave them up all year. All right. We'll let you have it. It's 51%, but why, you know, beat around the bush? You're pretty close. Uh, do you leave them up all year, Neil? I Actually, I tried it this year for the first year, and it worked fine. Yeah. Uh, do you so I, I think it's a, it's definitely going to happen every year now. Yeah. Do you cut power to it for most of the year and then just... Uh, exactly. And then throw the switch. And what, what do you got up on your house, Neil? Just, uh, you know, right around the front porch, a string of lights. That's it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> now you're going to laugh, Mike, but I'm Jewish, so that's enough. Okay. All right. That's, that's a real effort then, Neil. Well, I don't find that the Christmas lights are... I think they're seasonal, not uh, religious, so... Fine. My daughters feel the same. We have, we have a Hanukkah bush. Yeah, me too. We do, because the girls demanded it, and so I, I go cut uh, boughs off the neighbor's trees and bring it in, and we, <laughs> and we decorate them, and I think it's fair all the way around. So. I understand totally. Okay. Neil, what do you do out there? I'm a chef. You are a chef. Where do you, where do you chef? Um, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh-huh. Yeah. A, a fancy schmancy place, or...? Um, I don't think you can really be, well, people like to think that it is, but it's not. You can't serve uh, chicken and charge $25 in New Hampshire. No, no, you can't. I wouldn't no. think so. An entire meal, maybe $25. <laughs> but uh, are, you, are you a trained chef? Um, school of hard knocks. I didn't go to the CIA or anything, no. No, okay. Just started in the business from scratch and put 20 years into it now. Yeah. Is it your own restaurant? No, I had some of my own, um, but that... Uh, didn't quite work out, and now I'm just uh, be able to leave the day, uh, leave work at the end of the day and relax. Okay. Is there what is your piece of resistance, as we say in French? Probably fish. Fish. Living on the coast, yeah. Yeah. So what do you prepare, and how do you do it? Oh, well, I don't know. I like uh, lemon pepper swordfish a lot. Ah. Cajun catfish. Sounds good. Um, you know, I, I, it's fresh. It's um, it's great uh, the the way the fishermen catch everything every day. I mean. It's really good up here. Yeah. We're spoiled. Well, we have a lot of fresh swordfish, too, in the Rock River, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> they don't have the swords. In front of their, the swords, due to pollution, they lose their swords, but otherwise it's, it's very fresh. Uh, Neil, this is Howard. Hi, Howard, Neil. How are you? Glad to meet you. Did, you ever, did you ever cook, uh, Howard, among your other jobs? Oh, yeah. I'm the cook of the house. Oh, you're cook of the house, right? Yeah. Now. yeah. What's your piece of resistance? Uh, swordfish. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> well, we bring it down from Wisconsin, yeah. Swordfish <laughs> fresh from Wisconsin. Yes. Yeah. You, but you grill it and put a little... Right. Yeah, that's the way to yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, what's the recipe for parrot? Do you have one? We... For parrot? <laughs> yeah. It's probably the same as squab. That's uh, squab, okay. Okay, thanks. That's pigeon. Pigeon, okay, so I'll just use the pigeon recipe next time. <laughs> uh, Neil and Howard, you work together on this quiz, and uh, Jim, uh, how does it all work? And These categories are current events, people, places, oh. things you should have learned in school, science yeah. or odds and ends, and just go ahead and pick one oh. to start. Mm-hmm. Do you have a category to, to recommend, Jim? Or? I would recommend current events. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No one usually picks that. Right. Neil, pick the first one. What would you like? Oh, uh, I don't know. Odds and ends? Odds and ends. Okay. So much for your recommendation. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't the, the uh, grandfather clock was chiming. I couldn't hear him. Sorry. Okay. Uh, which sex uh, has, of the two, general ones, <laughs> uh, which sex has both the highest IQs and the lowest IQs? Either way, how would we lose? Either way, we lose, he says. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't win this one, can yeah. we, now? Yeah. There's one sex that has, among its members, has both, just statistically speaking, uh, the highest IQs and the lowest IQs. I'm wondering, which sex would that be? I say men. You say men. He says men. Yeah. You say I'll men say. often? <laughs> you say? 
I'll, whatever Howard says, I'll abstain on this one. He abstains, <laughs> so I guess men is right, actually, according to this. Yeah. So then we end up being pretty average, I think. Men have uh, more extremely high IQs and more extremely low IQs. And uh, you can be the judge as to which you're married to, ladies. That's your, <laughs> that's your prerogative. And, uh, that's one right, and no wrong, and one abstain. Okay. <laughs> With dignity. Right, Howard, pick one of these. Current events, people, places, school, or science? Uh, things you should have learned in school. Okay. Things you should learn in school. What did Paul Revere bill the Commonwealth of Massachusetts for expenses for his midnight ride? Uh, was it five shillings, four shillings, or one shilling if by land, and two shillings <laughs> if by sea? Well, Neil, you're in New England. What do you say? No. <laughs> you abstained last time, Thanks, Neil. I know, you can't I, do I this should go pick. But the funny thing is, last uh, week, they did a uh, reenactment of Paul Revere's ride in New Hampshire to steal mm -hmm. the... Uh, gunpowder for Bunker Hill, uh -huh. and this kid didn't come up. I don't know why. Well, he did <laughs> He doesn't work for free. You know, he works uh, cheap, I would say, but yeah. not for free. He had to run that shop and everything, an overhead. The, um, I don't know, trying to use some kind of logic, it'd be, uh, it wouldn't be a lot. Maybe uh, one shilling. One shilling. Hardly worth warning about the British. For a <laughs> I don't think I'd do it for a shilling, actually. <laughs> Uh, Five how, shillings, four. How, how do we break the difference? I'd say four. One, four, okay. And then, uh, so neither of you would say five then, I guess. I don't know. I guess. He's a, I'm not saying what he got. He actually didn't get what he asked for. But, what, do they, what do they say in uh, Wisconsin, Howard? I mean, what is a shilling anyway? It's like a penny or something, isn't it? It's so many pence, but What's, I don't know how many. Huh? So many pence. A shilling is five pence? Is it? Yeah, you said five, didn't you, So Neil? five shillings would be a quarter, for example? Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? This gentleman here is telling me about shillings. Oh, okay. These are Revolutionary War shillings, though. Yeah, they were a quarter back then, I think. Yeah. Was called pence back then? Well, fine. You can counter-program with your version of this if you want, but... I think Neil said five. Okay, I will. Five is five. right. Five shillings, yeah. <laughs> They paid him four shillings, though. Nice going, Neil. Go figure. And he had a lot of overhead. <laughs> Two right and no wrong. Okay. What remains then, Jim? Current events, people, places, or science. All righty. Neil, back, back to you, Neil. Um, current events. Okay. Neil, before you call in again, will you upgrade your phone? I'll try. <laughs> okay. You're a nice guy, but your phone, really. Doesn't do you justice. Well, uh, I could take one for Hanukkah, you know. Yes. Not for me, you all. <laughs> not a guy with lights on his house like that. You expect Hanukkah gifts? Um... What do you tip on a $195 million winning lottery ticket? Who do you tip? Yeah, well, in this case, it was the people who bought the ticket for him. All right, this is a guy in a bar, had two bartenders, he read the story, uh, supposedly had a deal with uh, one that they would get a share of the winnings. Um, the question is, how much do you tip, according to this individual, on a $195 million winning lottery ticket? It was in the news, and you probably should have seen this, I would think it was everywhere. I, I, didn't hear I haven't been anywhere. <laughs> In other words, how much, how much did he give these guys who actually yeah. bought the ticket? I mean, he really did it. Really gave it, right? He gave them some money. Gave them some money. Yeah. Uh, I'll say... Uh, please, please, please. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. Uh, I'd say $5 million. You say that'd be fair? $5 million Yeah. For the two of them or $5 million each? This is what you would give if you won $195 million, two guys bought tickets for you? Oh, I'd give them each five. Each $5 million? Sure. 
Why Is it not? Jewish, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Neil, how, what would you, how much, uh, did, you, did you read the story, I guess? No, I, I missed the story. Okay. Um, the uh, newspapers are like the phone service up here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next week, this is going to be a hot story in, in Maine. And I, I, I don't know, I, I agree with Howard. If you, if you got $195 million, what's $185 million? That's true. Unfortunately, it's not the answer, but uh, uh, the answer is $10,000 each. No way. Yeah. 10000 each is what he gave. He had to be horse whipped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, he gave him $5 for the ticket. That's a nice sad, touch. Sad. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, and they're suing him, of course, because they said they're supposed to get a million each. That was the deal. And then they actually won in Wisconsin, the Powerball. They drove up from Streamwood, Illinois. Anyone here from Streamwood? Yeah. No. You know the guy? Nope. <laughs> you wish you knew the guy. <laughs> You're not the guy himself, are you? No. Okay. Uh, Two right and one wrong. Okay, don't worry about it. That's just a minor setback. We'll get past this. So let's uh, go to this. People, places, or science? People, places, or science remains. Howard, you're good in all these categories because you're a Renaissance man. Let's try places. Places, okay. Did you say you grew up around here? No, Pennsylvania originally. Grew up in Pennsylvania? (laughs) Total population, yes. One person is happy that you grew up in Pennsylvania. The rest of us really don't have feelings about it. Eastern or western? Eastern, northeastern. Yeah. Um, places. An ad in Taiwan using whose image to sell space heaters has drawn the wrath of many around the world. Who's the poster boy? For space heaters. Space heaters. This made uh, international news as well. Selling uh, German space heaters, I'll tell you that much. Uh, in, in Taiwan, and they thought uh, nothing of it. And uh, Hi, good to see you. Yeah, All right. yeah. Hi, good to see you, too. Yeah. Hi. 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 Uh, you're not seeing this, Neil, because well, this I... is radio, but uh, this very well-known German dictator-type guy, I he think. He doesn't have a mustache, does he? Yeah, I believe so, yes. I do. Are you referring to me? Or... <laughs> I, I think it's Adolf something. So you're saying Hitler was used yes, in an ad that, campaign? Yes, that's the one, yes. Yeah. Uh, Neil, you go along with that? Sure. It's true. Adolf Hitler used in an ad campaign in Taiwan... Declare war on the cold front. Congratulations. Sold a lot of space heaters that way, and then they had to stop the campaign. And it was, uh, congratulations, you won the, aren't, you should yeah, be a little more excited for them oh. than you were. It's the holiday season. Don't you understand? Neil's there in Maine, and Howard is here in Wisconsin, and they won. They have indeed, and Neil, you'll get soulfully rocking at the best of the both halves of the Judeo-Christian world with songs like Dance of the Dreidels and March of the Maccabees. It's on the oh. CD. Klezmer Nutcracker Shireem from Newport Classics Limited. No, wait, wait a minute. Does, 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 does Neil get that or does Howard get that? Neil gets that. Neil oh. already has it. Give it to Howard. All right. And then Howard. <laughs> uh, Neil, then, when your computer fails to make it over the millennial divide, you can teach it a lesson and whack it with a jam and hammer. It's a soft foam hammer that attaches right to your monitor. It's from Computer Expressories. And uh, you'll not have to worry about the Y2K bug wearing an attractive Yikes Bug pin. It's in polymer clay from the Joyce Fritz studio. And then look forward to the new millennium with the CD, Why Not the Best of Michael Felbins? What do you know on Newport Classics Limited? Congratulations. Howard, thanks for joining us. You guys can fight over the Klezmer music. Nice to have you. Thanks for playing. Neil, hang on for just a second. Make sure you get all that cool stuff. Nice talking to you. If you'd like to attend a What Do You Know broadcast in Madison at the Monona Terrace Community and Convention Center, call the Memorial Union box office for tickets at 608-262-2001. The next openings are January 8th, 15th, and 22nd. Thank you, Jim. You know, each week at this time, 
we honor a town, village, or burg somewhere across the greater U.S. in our rearranged map of the same, which we throw a dart at. That's right. It's time once again for Town of the Week, and here's Jim Packard. This town is both the capital of the Confederacy and the birthplace of civil rights. Montgomery, Alabama has always provided fertile ground for growth and change, beginning with steamboats chugging into port on the Alabama River. The river still defines the development of downtown Montgomery. The cotton industry boomed along the riverfront and is depicted in displays found in the Alabama Archives and History Museum. The 150-year-old state capitol has undergone recent renovation and is a popular tourist spot, along with the Civil Rights Memorial and the Dexter Avenue King Memorial Baptist Church. You can see how people lived a century or more ago by visiting the three blocks of houses that make up old Alabama town and visit the home of Confederate President Jefferson Davis. There's a life-size statue of Hank Williams across from City Hall and a memorial at his burial place in Oakwood Cemetery. The Rosa Parks Library and Museum, celebrating the mother of the civil rights movement, is to be finished in the year 2000, built on the site where she boarded the bus in which she refused to yield her seat. The community is a southern belle and a city slicker all wrapped up in small town charm, and it's our town of the week, Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> Hi, it's most, uh, also most widely known as the uh, hometown of Henry Hawkins. Henry Hawkins. My friend, Henry Hawkins, Absolutely. is from Montgomery, Alabama. And Great. his sister has a restaurant down there. And I don't know the name of the restaurant. I'd give it a plug. Right. right. Hawkeyes. No, I no, don't think so. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, uh... So a little Hawkins family in Montgomery. Let's go to the phones. We've been calling ra- randomly, actually. Lyle has. It's on the up and up uh, just to see who would talk with us. And we found someone. Uh, we have Amanda Starkey on line with us from Montgomery, Alabama. Amanda, are you there? Yes. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Thanks for speaking with us. Sure. Have you heard of uh, What Do You Know, Michael Feldman's What Do You Know? No, I hadn't. Then you probably haven't heard of me because I'm Michael Feldman, you know, but uh, it's nice to speak with you. Well, nice to talk to you, too. Are you uh, in business down there? or? Well, yeah, I work down here. I'm a sales coordinator at the Courtyard by Marriott. Oh, you are? Okay. At yeah. the hotel down there. Right. So this, you're enjoying your weekend here. I bet it's a busy week. Oh, yes. Very busy. Are you big, are you, did you get booked down there for the Millennium and all that stuff? Is that No. Actually, we hardly have any reservations at all. We're uh, typically a business hotel. Oh, I see. So businessmen are not flying out on the, during that Y2K no, thing. Yeah. So, okay. And uh, Amanda, you uh, have a family? or? Yes. I'm married and I have a son. He'll be two in February. Two-year-old. Pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. a cool age, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. And is he in preschool yet or... Uh, he goes to kinder care, daycare during the day. Kinder care. How's he doing, kinder care? Oh, he does, he does real good. He yeah. likes it. Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, Amanda, you probably heard Jim describe the town of Montgomery or the city of Montgomery, and uh, what did he leave out? Um, I didn't hear all of it, but I, I don't know if he mentioned the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. Oh. He didn't? I don't think no, did I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, have yeah, time. Actually, Henry that, right. told me about that. That's yeah. pr- that's a big deal down there, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. A lot of people come to town for that. They have an art museum, and it's mm-hmm. also a theater. Mm-hmm. And like right now, I think they're doing a Christmas carol. Mm-hmm. Anyway, did- it's really nice, and people come from all over, and of course, stay at our hotel and go there. But um, mm-hmm. also, was that the Marriott uh, again? Has, huh? That was the Marriott again, wasn't it? Right. Okay. Would you recommend that, by the way, for down in Montgomery? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> come on in. I'll give you a room. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. We're talking no charge here. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Not oh, okay. that way. Okay. <laughs> and so the Christmas Carol and the Shakespeare, is that, does, does the Shakespeare Company do the Christmas Carol thing too? Or? Yes, they do. Okay. They All do. right. So there's that. And then and Montgomery also has a really nice zoo. Mm-hmm. And they have a holiday light festival we'll be going to tonight. The holiday light festival. Mm-hmm. Is this set up on a huge piece of land with giant light displays? And... Right. Yeah. We get that too, don't we? We have that over in yeah. Olin Park. Olin Park, that's right. 
I was thinking of my neighbor's house, actually, which yeah. is right in our window, <laughs> so gaudy. I don't have to go anywhere because you just look out the window and there it is. That sounds great. So you're taking your two-year-old out there right. to see that. If it's not raining. Yeah. Oh, well, you have rain in the winter, right? Yes. Does it ever snow in Montgomery? Yeah, it does a little bit. We get flurries almost every year, but then about, about four or five years ago, we got about three inches. You did. And the whole town shut down. Yeah, no, I know that happened. Yeah. You, you don't have plows, probably, in the, right. in the county garage there in Montgomery. Right. Yeah, so that would be a problem. And I kind of thought it was funny because I'm from Illinois originally, so I couldn't figure out what the big deal was. Oh, yeah, okay. So you're used to it. Right. But people don't know how to drive in any sort of... Washington, D.C. is a good example of that. The cities shut down and just for an inch or two of snow, typically. Well, Amanda, uh, if we were coming down there and we'd go to see the Shakespeare uh, uh, performances, I'm sure, because we're very cultural. And, uh, but we're, a place to have a really good time with friends, a late evening spot, let's say, where would you go? Oh, um... Wow. Or let's say they're not such good friends. Let's say you barely know them. Let's say they're coming down to get a deal in a hotel room. For dinner? Yeah. Um, There's the Sinclair's. Sinclair's. That's real nice. And then they have a Magnolia Cafe. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people enjoy going there. Okay. They've got really great food. Okay. And a place for music? Do you ever go out to a club to hear music in Montgomery? Uh, I don't get out too often. Not with uh, a two-year-old, no. You know, we've got uh, an American... It's called American Pie. American Pie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I'd order it if I. <laughs> what? American Pie. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a club at one of the other hotels. Oh. But it's um, a lot of the young people frequent there. Yeah, even after the movie. Oh yeah. Oh, that's scary. They're open pretty wide. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'd want to see the pie first before I had it, but it sounds it sounds like a good place to go. Amanda, so I want. It's quite an interesting crowd. I'm, I've heard. Yeah, okay, but you can't, you can't do that anymore with a two-year-old, right? right so you can't right. get out there. Amanda, great to talk with you. Uh, we have something for you. Amanda, we're going to send you a choice assortment of three pounds of select 100% natural Wisconsin cheeses, and that's packaged in a traditional wooden cheese box from Steve's Cheese Company, along with a fine melange of comedy on the CD, Why Not the Best of Michael Feldman's What Do You Know on Newport Classics Limited. Hope you enjoy that. That would be great. Thank you. Thanks, Amanda. Nice talking to you. Amanda Starkey from Montgomery, Alabama, our town of the week. So we even have time to throw that dart. Yeah, we got time to throw the dart here, I think. Uh, wants to throw the dart? This picks our town of the week for next time out. Uh, all right, sir, you had your hand up first. I can see this is important to you. <laughs> your name is? Tony. Tony, all right, Tony, come up here and whip this in. All right, well, okay, don't hurt yourself. Don't fall on that. That's a liability. Whoa, Wisconsin! That's a change. Looks like Black River Falls. All right, Tony. Very much in the news lately, too. Here. That's for you, Tony. Enjoy that. To find out more about our Grammys nominated CD, Why Not the Best of What Do You Know, click on notmuch.com or call our hotline at 1 800 WHAKNOW. Michael Feldman's What Do You Know is produced by Wisconsin Public Radio for Public Radio International. Michael Feldman, producer international, with assistance from Doug Gordon. Lyle Anderson, Judith Heisey Kavalik, Diana Cook, Debbie Builder, Kelly Osborne, Marsha Loeb, Tom Blaine, and Stephen Cologne. Next weekend, an encore performance of that show from Jackson, Mississippi, with the late Willie Morris, entertainer Jack Owen, and columnist Jill Connor Brown. Thanks very much for coming down here. Hope you have a happy holiday season. Thanks for bringing dishes to pass. And uh, talk to you uh, at Y2K coming up on New Year's.
Support for What Do You Know comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and from public radio members like you. To order a cassette copy of today's show, call area code 303-823-8000. And tell us what you know by visiting Michael Feldman's official What Do You Know website at www.notmuch.com. Play the online quiz, hear all of the latest news that isn't, and interact with the sage of Wisconsin himself, Michael Feldman. That's notmuch.com. PRI Public Radio International.